guys, it's Faith. Welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, we are going to stream a replay from a coaching call I did in the community as part of the Authentic Seller Summit. We talked about all kinds of good stuff, everything from mindset to strategy. This tends to be how these calls go. We cover a range of topics on every call. I really, really love these calls. I think they normalize a lot of the experiences we have as entrepreneurs. We offer coaching calls every single week inside my Becoming Boss Mastermind. I coach in there every Tuesday. You can come get coached. You can get access to the replay. I think both are incredibly helpful. Right now, we do still have the VIP ticket from the replays from the Authentic Seller Summit on sale. Tomorrow's the last day you can buy it. For $50, you get the entire replay from the whole summit, which was amazing. You get over $2,000 of amazing bonuses from our speakers. And then in addition, you get a free trial inside the Becoming Boss Mastermind if you've never been a member before. So the trial's only available for new members. But if you've been thinking about trying it and you've been thinking about coming in there and getting coaching and checking out the community, I would definitely consider grabbing that pass. Normally, the mastermind is $97 a month, so it's an amazing deal to get a month in there for $50, plus the bonuses, plus the summit replays. We have an amazing challenge coming up for the mastermind this month. We're doing BizCoin, which is where you make your own challenge or set your own goal for your business you put down a $15 deposit. And then at the end, if you hit your goal, you get your deposit back. And if you didn't hit your goal, we take your deposit and we divide it up and disperse it among the people that did. And it's just a fun little challenge to put some skin in the game. If there's something you've been procrastinating and you need a little motivation to get going, this is a great place to do it. So we're offering that as the challenge. It's totally optional, but if you're a mastermind member, you can participate in that challenge. We also have coming up the Back to You Summit, which is gonna be our fall summit. To speak at the summit, you have to be a mastermind member, but we've done a few different summits and bundles now for the mastermind, and they're always really, really fun. It's just a way for us to all come together, get some new leads, get some experience speaking. You can be an affiliate and make money selling the VIP ticket. So if you would like to speak, at a summit it's a great opportunity inside the membership portal we have tips about how to speak how to make your freebie how to pitch it all that kinds of stuff is in the portal so if you have been wanting to get more comfortable and get more practice speaking if you've been wanting to participate in an event like that this is the place to do it like i said the special deal with the summit pass and the vip ticket and the mastermind trial is only available until tomorrow, Friday, June 30th. So go ahead, sign up, get your upgrade, come join us in the mastermind. We do calls like this every single week. I hope you enjoy this replay and it helps you. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Oh gosh, you guys, but we're here. So I think I didn't break the Zoom link. So good for me. Should I put it into the Facebook group? I kind of want up here pressure to coming onto Zoom. 
it, the link to come here is, but we could also put the video in there. And But then what happens is the little introverts, I know what you all are up to, they all watch the stream in the Facebook and they don't all participate in the chat, which I feel like is... Hey, I'm a like recovering introvert. A recovering lurker. <laughs> a recovering lurker. I know. Someone tagged me. Someone was messaging. I posted something in a different Facebook group for like a program I'm in, asking a question about how people were doing their podcasts. And she was like, I love your podcast. I'm a lurker. <laughs> She's like, you don't know me, but I listen to your podcast. I was like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> All right, you guys, more people I'm sure are going to come on because it's 502, but you guys know me. I like to rock and roll right away because I just want to get the most coaching in, in the max amount of time. I'm going to give you guys like the spiel really fast. And then you guys can just like, keep any confused people updated for me in the chat. If anybody comes on and they're like, I don't know how to get coaching or I don't know what to do. You can just give them the spiel. Um, I was going to tell you guys, you should enter the giveaway. There's a whole bunch of really good prizes that we're giving away. And like nobody entered today because it's Friday and it's the last day and like people are busy and stuff. But if I were you guys, I'd go snag some of those prizes. (laughs) So that was the first thing. And all of that information is in the Facebook group. Second thing I have on my list is to tell you to upgrade to VIP. When you upgrade to VIP, you get 30 day trial in the mastermind, which is a big deal because we never do like discounts or like sales or anything. This is kind of the closest thing you'll ever get to like a discount on the mastermind. And it only happens like a couple of times a year. So I would definitely consider upgrading. You get a month in the mastermind. A month in the mastermind is usually 97 bucks. You can get your VIP ticket for 50 bucks, get a month in the mastermind and the summit replays and the gifts from the speakers. And my team told me not to price that at 50 bucks. So everybody just proved me right. <laughs> Go buy the upgrade. Uh, let's see. We do coaching calls like this inside the mastermind every Tuesday. I coach, we rotate between noon and 7 p.m. Eastern and I coach every Tuesday. And then on Thursday, I do a Q&A where you guys can just put questions into a form and then I answer everybody's questions. And then we also do, we have calls with co-coaches and we have guest workshops. We have co-working and business retreats. So every week, there's probably about five hours-ish of live calls you can go to every single week. It's not meant for you to go to every single call but it's more like a support system, a support group for you to have while you're building your business. So if you're just having a day where you're like, I cannot do this. Like this sucks. Like, what was I thinking? Like, there's probably going to be a live call. You can go be around other entrepreneurs and get coaching and get help with whatever you're stuck on. So you're not just in your house trying to figure everything out by yourself. I think having the community and access to the calls is really helpful to the people in our community. Please stay muted on this call. I have ADHD. I already have a hard enough time staying on track as it is. When you guys unmute, it totally derails my train of thought, especially if I hear like your background noise or your kid yelling or like your dog or something. It just totally derails my brain. So just stay muted. I swear a lot. It's just how I talk. I don't mean to offend anybody. If that offends you, I just ask, like, please give me some grace. I'm doing my best over here. You know what I mean? Like, we're all doing our best here. Uh, and put your earbuds in if you have small children around. <laughs> um, Let's see. If you would like coaching, you're going to go to the reactions, right? You're going to go to reactions with the face on the bottom of your Zoom window. And then you're going to click raise hand and then that raises your little virtual hand. And that tells me like, you would like to talk to me. I can coach you on anything. The mastermind members will tell you on a mastermind call, we coach on everything from like, why did my launch fail to like, my boyfriend said this stupid thing to me. (laughs) 
like, I don't know, all kinds of stuff, whatever you got. I regularly coach on like imposter syndrome. I don't know what to price my thing. I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know what to sell. How should I do my launch? Like anything like that, anything that's keeping you stuck, anything that you're unsure about, I would love to help you and just help you get clarity on this call so you can are ready to take the next step. That's always my goal on these calls. It's like we just kind of clear up any confusion so you can like get back to get back to getting. You know what I mean? Get back to work. Uh, participate in the chat. So there's also a chat on the bottom. If you guys click on chat, I cannot read the chat because I cannot do two things at once. I cannot coach and read that chat. I have no idea what kind of heathenism happens in the chat. I'm just kidding. But you guys can all interact with each other. I think it's really fun to leave notes. If somebody's coaching and they're going through a hard time or they're sharing something vulnerable, or if somebody shares something and you have an idea, put that in the chat for them. And whenever they're done talking to me, they usually go back and read the chat. Um, you guys can also like interact with each other. If you want to brainstorm ideas or bounce ideas or say whatever you want to do, the chat is there for that. And I think it's a really fun way for you guys to interact with each other. Um, and you don't have to talk to me to get a result. So something we hear from the mastermind members all the time is like, I was listening to so-and-so get coached and I had a breakthrough or, and it made me realize this. And a lot of times seeing other people get coached, it's easier to get the takeaways and the breakthroughs than you getting coached. Cause you don't have to like filter what I'm saying, come up with answers on the spot. You're not attached. Like you're not when, when it's our stuff, it's like, this is my baby and my stuff and all my things and my opinions. When you're watching someone else, you're like very unattached. You're like, Oh yeah, I see that. <laughs> so just know whether you talk to me or not, this can be very valuable for you. You can get a big takeaway. I recently, I have a podcast about this, but I stopped doing all high-end masterminds. I was doing $20,000 six-month masterminds last year, and I quit doing them. But what I've been challenging myself to do is to show up to the programs that I'm in, the lower ticket programs that I'm still in. I challenge myself to show up to those calls with the same energy I had when I was paying $20,000 for coaching. So that will be my challenge for you guys if you were paying a thousand bucks, 500 bucks to be on this call. What, what would you be thinking about? How good would you be paying attention? What kind of questions would you be asking? How would you be interacting in the chat? Like, I think that's a really interesting place to take your brain. So if you guys want to test that out, you're welcome to. It's something I've been doing and getting really good results with. So that's that. All right. I'm going to get to coaching. I'll do as many people as I can in an hour. So Marianne, Let's start with you. What you got? Oh, I got quite a bit, but it's condensed now. It's <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. Um, I just wanted to put a plug in for the mastermind. So I've been like very, I'm very picky when it comes to what I sent up for. And I, I learned very quickly that a lot of things out there you buy and it's like they nickel and dime you and you pay a thousand dollars and then you have to pay 7,000 to get the full effect. And so I have not bought a lot of things and I did the trial, I pulled the plug and it was like the best investment I could have made. And it's not only helped my business, but it's been like life-changing for my, my anxiety. And I'm currently going through some really scary, like health issues. Um, and so it's like been the only thing to like, keep me from going like just losing it really. So just to plug in for that. Um, I didn't ask her to say that. No, <laughs> it's like I planted you on here. 
I, I think I like that. plucks little mastermind members on this call. Totally, totally unsponsored. But like, I just want to tell everyone about it because it's like been the best thing. That means a lot to it's me. Investment. So yeah. And Faith like gives everything. She doesn't nickel and dime yet. So yeah. Um, what can I help you with? Let's get you, let's get you. So, sorted. Yeah. So um, lots of like scary health issues. I kind of was forced to cons- like confront the fact that I may not be able to work the job that I've like worked my whole life, mm-hmm. um, which has been like pretty scary. But fortunately, I really feel like my business I, that I started three years ago, I have the foundation Um, but now it's like, I feel like I'm racing against time because like, I just lose function at like, no, there's no telling what causes it. And so I listened to a coaching call and it was very much like, you need to get your business to a point where it doesn't revolve around, um, your abilities. You just need to have it like on auto. And so I'm really cranking out. Um, I've, I've got, my course, I've been able to use my energy and my mind to like funnel through my business, which has been like life-changing to keep me from worrying about all the stuff I can't control. Um, so I have my course, um, and, uh, I want to, I'm trying to get people to just go through it. And, um, I've offered one or two, three modules to people and they were kind of hit or miss about getting back to me. And so, Um, what I'm wanting to do is again, just like get urgency in the sense that I want people to run through it and give me feedback. Um, and so I offer, I am offering the entire thing just for, if, if you can walk, if you can get me feedback by this date, I'm giving you the entire thing. If you can get it to me and I'm going to have it paid, but right now it's free because I just need people to go through it. Um, that's kind of like where I'm at. Um, you always show that like, it's okay to give stuff for free. Like don't hold back. And so I'm not holding back, but it's kind of as a, I'm not holding back, but I I need you to follow through with the deadline. That's kind of like the, the side on their part. And so that's kind of where my energies are right now. Um, because I just need to have a paid product so that as I'm getting people to my site, to my, um, social media that I actually have them, able to buy something if they want, because coaching, I've tried offering free coaching and my community just doesn't want it right now. They all want like a step-by-step course. So I've kind of refocused. So that's what I'm doing. Um, kind of question as far as I've, I've put it all over my Facebook, my page, my personal page, um, to my community and have that. Um, I just did this in the last hour or two. So, um, more just wondering, like, Would it be like, obviously I'm targeting my audience that wants my, that will eventually pay. Yeah. I also though know that as business owners, we understand the urgency of some things. And so like the community that I'm a part of with like the mastermind, like I want to have it available to them, but I don't want to be like, I'm, I'm not pitching anything. I'm just, I need feedback is really what I need. You can pitch it in the group. Just put on the, put a note in there that you're doing it like with permission. Yeah, I'll do I, that. I you cannot upsell them though. That's yeah, like I, I have, I okay. have but if you tell me you're not going to upsell them, then I trust you. You can post in there and like, you, why don't you just pitch it right now on the call? We might sure. also run this call on the podcast. I'm not sure, but just pitch it now, really fast for anybody listening. That might sure. be a good fit. Yeah. So I've become uh, I've come up with a course called Become Unshoppable, and I've really seen how so much focus is 
put uh, towards budgeting. And I've done a lot of research to show that marketing and businesses know why we buy better than we do. And so I'm trying to change that because more emphasis needs to be on the brain, understanding why we buy so that we can kind of beat them at their own game. And so that's what I want people to learn and to use strategies that I've learned in this mastermind um, to like help people understand their money and overcome their overspending. So I really love that idea too. And like part of what I try to do in the mastermind with the mindset stuff we teach is like that you can work on your business without just relying on like willpower and forcing yourself to do things. Cause I'm like, it only works for like a limited amount of time. And the way I see people teaching budgeting, it's like, well, just don't buy anything. (laughs) And it's like, how do you do that? And like, how do you manage your mind not to buy things? It's like the only, they're never taught any tools to not do that. Right. It's all just willpower. So I think that's a really cool program. I love the name. It's adorable. So if you guys want a free version of that and you're willing, you better get her a damn testimonial though. Cause I better not hear everybody in my community is taking her course for free and she's not getting any testimonials. But if you're willing to do that and give her a testimonial, you can connect with Marianne in the Facebook group. You can post in the mastermind in the free group. Just say that you're doing it with my permission. I wanted to say, can I bring like one thing forward that stuck out to me when you were talking? Yeah. You made this comment. You said, I'm racing against time. And I'm curious, like, do you want to talk about that at all? Actually? Yeah. So you're, okay. you're very perceptive. Yeah. I feel like that is, I've been able to manage my thoughts around. So um, I got my MRI results and they see there's like a, they're concerned, but my neurologist that ordered the MRI, he's out of the country. And it's just like, I'm left with this really scary like potential diagnosis and I have a medical background so it's like my mind is just swimming with all sorts of what ifs and um, it can cause like stroke and like walking issues and so what I've been experiencing the last two weeks is I'll just like lose function and it's like the most I woke up with like not being able to move my arms and legs and then like Thursday I woke, I, I just like was wide awake and I just felt my whole right side just go numb. I thought I was having a stroke. So it was like absolutely terrifying. I'm definitely going to start therapy because that's like its own issue. That was my next suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, Cause it's hugely scary. And so I coach you on like any of the anxiety, like stuff that's just like not something I'm qualified to do. Right. right? right. But I can coach you on how it impacts your business. Right. And so I need Yeah. So the thought is like, I'm racing against time, right? You obviously have a lot of fear and anxiety, which is like totally valid, right? And totally understandable. But the thought like I'm racing against time, is that about like, I have to get the money coming in? Is it like a money race against time? It is. I mean, it's more, I've always had this desire to have my full-time job be replaced by somewhat of a passive because even my full-time speech therapy job, I have to be there physically in person and I haven't been able to do that. And so now I'm like, I'm in the best position to not be limited physically, but it's like, I have no idea. Is this going to like shit going to hit the fan tomorrow? You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. anxiety wise, I don't feel anxiety. My mind is like calmly, but it's still that underlying what if it's that it just slipped in my vocabulary like even though I feel calm it's like I'm racing against time so I know that that's working underneath the surface I'm gonna offer you something and if it feels 
not useful, just disregard it. Okay. Can you do that for me? But I'm going to offer you, all of us are in the same situation and you were in the same situation before Mm. because the reality is like, we could be in a car accident. We could have some kind of major medical thing that we don't know about. Right. I've had, I had a friend that like had a heart attack, like a few months ago, like out of nowhere. Right. It's stuff like that. And so I just want to offer that. And if that is triggering to you in any way or unhelpful, you can disregard it. But, but sometimes thinking about stuff like that helps me because my brain, your brain, our brains are like, this is different and it's much worse now. We're in a much worse situation. And it's like, you're aware of it now, which is actually like arguably maybe even a better situation, right? Than like being in something that would knock you out, that would be completely unseen coming, like a car accident or a sudden illness or a family member or, you know, who, I mean, you know how I'm always the first person to be like, life is just like so unfair and brutal. Like that's just my worldview from like my life I've lived. Right. And so a thought that has helped me in situations like that is like, it's actually not any different now. Like, cause my brain is like, this is way worse. This is for sure worse. Like we're in a bad situation, bad, 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 bad. But it's like, the reality is like, all of us are existing all the time with unknown circumstances in the future. Like we never actually know how much time or energy or anything that we have in any moment. Right. And I don't know if that is helpful to you at all. And it might be something maybe that you can use later. Like it might be helpful now. I don't know, but I just thought I would offer that to you because that's something that has helped me is like, oh, it's actually not different. Like it's actually where I'm actually in the same situation. We're actually all facing unknown circumstances all the time. Right. What do you think about that? When I say that, what comes up like that actually, because what motivated this three years ago was that feeling of, I don't have control over my job with COVID and everything. I want to be secure. Now it's like, my brain has a reason and it's like wanting to push me over the edge. Yeah. But you're right. Like, even though I feel like it was kind of out of the blue, I've at least had two weeks to kind of digest it. And like, now I've, I've been like, MIA on the calls, but I've been able to find enough information to keep me, my brain focused on what I can control. So I really like that fact to kind of tell my brain, like, you don't need to go from zero to a hundred. You were in this situation before you just have like, you have more, in a sense, I have more more information. Yeah. You just have more information. Right. And so that's just something that's helped me. It's like, oh, it's actually not different. It's actually not, we're we're not any more unsafe than we ever were, right? And like, it's not like gaslighting yourself. Like you obviously like, you need to like partner with some negative emotions here, right? I'm sure you've been doing that work. We do that in, for the everybody listening. Like we do that work in the call. This is not like a emotional bypass community. We spend a lot of time talking about partnering with negative feelings, right? And you're going to have to spend some time in like fear, anxiety, all that stuff. And a good therapist will help you be able to process those feelings too when they come up right um so I don't want you like using that thought thinking I don't want to feel anxious let me just tell myself I'm it's the same and it doesn't exist it's like I don't want you to gaslight yourself right but it's just like giving a different perspective and a different place for your brain to go that's like we're actually all uncertain all the time like we actually in a in a way like all of us are kind of running out of time all the time right and then it's like 
if that is always true, how do you want to show up and who do you want to be? It sounds like you want to be somebody that's focused on things you can control, right? Mm-hmm. What else? Who do you want to be in this situation? Um, focus on things I can control. It's also making me realize that if I had my choice, I would only do my business for the rest of my life. <laughs> but um, seriously, yeah. I love it. But like, yeah, well, we well, you can make that happen. I think you have all yeah. the tools to like make that happen, right? I think the other thing is just making sure that I it's that it's physically stopped me and forced me to like focus on family, focus on things that are are equally if not more important and so it's like helped me to put business and kind of the after family part but also keep it in the sense where it's like this could help my family as well so it's not taking me away from family it's it's putting things in place for my family so I like that I like that a lot and I think as far as your business like I want you to get those testimonials and I don't I want you to think about to potentially maybe even starting to sell it before you have all of the feedback and testimonials that you want. So just think think about it. Yeah, I think that, so the main reason I want the run it so fast this weekend is someone in the mastermind posted about a bundle and I like really want to jump on it, but I just, I didn't feel quite comfortable selling before I had like at least like five people just to like really quickly go through it. I can change a few things and then just sell it. I agree. Just having it. Cause I am very much of a, I want it to be perfect, but it's just going to be imperfect and that's okay. You're going to make it better and better over time, right? So you guys that hang around me have seen us do this a lot. Like our first event, our first summit event we did, we didn't know what we were doing. We we're just like, we're going to do a summit. I want to learn how to do events, right? And now we're doing, I thought this one was great that we did, right? But there's still things I would change. Like next time we're going to do, it's going to be better and better every time. The mastermind, like we add stuff to it every quarter. I'm always adding to it and I've had it for years now. So it's gotten really good, but it didn't have all that stuff in it. When we launched it, it had no curriculum. It was just the calls, right? And so just remember, this is like just version 1.0. Like you get to like add bonuses. And if you miss something in the curriculum, you can always add more modules. You can always add more bonuses. And like the people that are already in there, like get extra value from you and get help right? And if you put the curriculum together and you sell it and then you're like, oh my gosh, like they're all stuck on this. I totally missed this thing. I can't believe I forgot this part. Like you can always fix that. You can always get on a call and like coach them on it. You could do a workshop on it. You could do a bonus about it. You could give them a module about it. And like, there's always like solutions. So I want you, because I know you're like wanting to prioritize making money right now with the business. Is that right? Yep because we're prioritizing making money, I need you to practice doing sales. So I just don't want you to get hung up getting the testimonials and getting the curriculum right. And we're not marketing. I mean, you gotta be, if we're wanting to like hit the gas right now, Mm -hmm. it's doing both at the same time. It's going to be doing sales and marketing and talking about it and getting people in it and promoting it and pitching it. And on the back end, like doing the curriculum and the adjustments, right? Yeah, because this is my business has been this is the fourth year and I haven't put the gas on sales because I haven't had a product. But this event has been like this has been what is putting the gas and it's given me reason to say I'm not doing this to be greedy. I'm doing this for my family and I'm paying for my business. So at least break even. I don't want to settle there, but at least break even. So, yeah, that's the first step. Right. So it's like the first step is like 
get it to pay for itself. And then the next step is like, get it to pay for you a little bit. Right. And it's like, you're always going to be doing these steps up. So the next step is like, yeah, let's break even. And so the, the focus for you is like, I need you to finish this course and then I can help you market it and do sales. Right. We, we can all help you in the mastermind market and do sales, but you need to get the practice because like, I'm always saying sales is like playing the violin. I'm like, you got to pick up the violin practice if you want to be good at the violin. Right. (laughs) Thank you. That was the net. I I've been focusing on the deadline, but I didn't think like, what's the next step. So that's really, thank you. That was perfect. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Yuck. Yeah. Keep us updated. Let me know how you're doing. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Kelsey. Hello. I love your little plant back there. Thank you. Uh, I come to you in my full unprofessional self. Uh, we're very I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, you know, in the spirit of fuck it, right? So um, the, the reignite challenge. So I second everything Marianne said about the mastermind, just FYI. Um, so during the reignite uh, challenge, it's really come to this, this fuck it mentality of, I just need to get shit done. And um, I realized that I think I just need to sort of verbal process, maybe get some, some additional thoughts to borrow. Yeah. Just vomit out whatever you got. I got you. So it's, I realized that I'm so hung up on this. I do these high ticket, really boutique, revamps of businesses right because that's what I did in the corporate world that mm-hmm. oh I don't need a little product right now um because eventually I'll do these high tickets and it'll be glorious except that I'm very fortunate in that I have an income stream that is not related to the business but it seems rather silly to be in this for six months and not actually make any money um and I have consulting gigs that I'm billing under the business, et cetera. But listening to Whitney's co-coaching last week and some other things, I really don't have the kind of cash flow that I would like to to see in order to, I think, stay motivated. It's really a little bit about that stay motivated because I'm reliant so much on my corporate income that I don't know that I am putting the right weight into the business. And so it's always the, oh, that'll come. Oh, that'll come. And so I've been trying to play with that, with the hundred air challenge type concept and what, what smaller things I can do, but I'm getting really hung up on, I know how to work with businesses. Like I can transform businesses when I work on -on one-on-one. Once you tell me about a business, I've got, like, I can make a five-year plan in my brain, right? But when thinking about a product that can apply more broadly, I'm getting really stuck. And I think it's just because I'm stuck in the, I do, I do one-on-one. Yeah, I can help you. I just want to make sure that this pivot makes sense for you. So are you still going to offer the high ticket consulting, right? Yeah, absolutely. So my, my ultimate business plan, the one that's going to sustain the business is going to be a, um, I don't know if you've heard of Veronica Romney's, um, Rainmaker Academy, but it's essentially a riff off of that. So she does it with bringing someone in your business who is just um, amazing at building connections and she elevates them to the, your your person who brings marketing in. Mm-hmm. My, I want to build a program that is similarly structured, but specifically with your operations. So really bringing someone within your organization to an OBM role and flesh. Yeah, that sounds that great. Yeah, I know so, a bunch of people that need that. What's the price point? Um, because it is a, an intense course with a lot of coaching involved, I'm looking for that price point to probably be at least 2,500, but likely over the course of it, it'll rise um, to somewhere in the 5,000. Okay. And that's how many people are in your audience right now? 
oh my Annie's teeny I'm, I've okay. got 250 right now okay I, I'm doing the summit this summer uh, already sent out a few pitches because I hit send just to force myself to actually do it um and I, my plan is to do a summit quarterly to to launch that so it'll sort of be a quarterly launch of that program in addition to the one-on-one high tickets, which will be for people who complete the course, but would like to take that further. That's the ultimate business structure. Okay. So right now, I don't know that it makes, you can like disagree with me. You can do whatever you want. Like, first of all, it's your business, right? But I'm going to tell you like what I see as like your coach. It depends what your goals are, right? So Mm -hmm. I tell people this all the time. I'm going to give, I'm going to give you some like, maybe a little bit of strategy advice, but like, I... I am making a big change in my business right now that is not advised by like any of my business coaches. It's just like, I want to do this. This is what I want. Um, And not every decision I make is about like fastest money as fast as possible. Okay. So you don't have to take this advice, but I'm just telling you with an audience size of 250, if you haven't, don't have a lot, I don't know what your marketing background is, but if you don't have a lot of marketing background and you haven't done a lot of online sales and you're audiences at 250 people and we're going to offer like a $97 thing. Like, I don't know that that's really going to be a great use of your time. What I would advise you to do is like book out those $2,500 packages first. And then it's once you're like, I cannot like I'm maxed. I can't take any more people. Like I'm guessing you probably can't take a ton of people or do you have a program already that they go in? So this is something that I would be building. Okay. So so this is a program that I would be building out. And and I, with your job, if you got a couple $2,500 people, that would be, you would be full, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, Let's I, just, I, I would just take- do that and make five grand. Cause like, even, even if you sold every person, $250, let's say you're like a marketing genius. Okay. And you have a hundred percent close rate, which let's be honest, it's going to be closer to like 2% and maybe 1% in the beginning. Okay. Even if you're like a marketing genius, what's 250 times 97? Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's like, I do. I think I was getting stuck in the bring revenue in brain, but, but you've got to like, as a, that's fine. And that's like, but that's like your primitive brain. You got to think like a CEO right now as a business owner and look back and be like, we can't be picking up pennies on the ground to miss. And this is what's hard about business and what it gets actually harder when you start making money, because you have to say no to a little bit of money right now to be able to say yes to more money later. And that is very fucking hard for my brain to do. I understand like, because my brain, I grew up in poverty. I lived in poverty. So I was 30 years old under like significantly under the poverty line. Right. And my brain is like, we need to get all the cash we can. Like it is like a special, special little thing. We need to pick up those pennies and we better clutch them in our hands. Like that's what my primitive brain wants to tell me all the time. But if I make business decisions about like the structure of the business from that place, it is never served me well. Right. It's really like looking at like, what is the revenue goal for the next year? Like maybe even like two years for you, like, and how are we going to get there Two years, yeah. and taking a step back? And it's like, it's not always you see what I'm saying? It's like, we don't want to be running around picking up pennies on the ground when it's like, just go sell one $2,500 spot <laughs> and then and like, then get the program built that you actually want to sell. That's what I would sense. do. I, I think it's kind of like what you were mentioning on the podcast a couple episodes ago, where you don't want to suddenly end up in a totally different business than what your actual vision is 
or maybe it was on a coaching call. I don't remember. You said this very, very recently, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it was on the Q&A on Thursday. Was that yesterday? Oh, my God. It may have been yesterday. (laughs) But that's what's tickling my brain around this. (laughs) It does feel like Oh, my God. Um, Okay, no, this makes a lot more sense because I guess I I was stuck in the typical, like, start with something small and try to sell it. Most of my marketing background, like I do have like even an education in marketing, but it's all corporate marketing. And so I you have like a very valuable skill set that can like make you a lot of money. I would learn how to market that rather okay. than like try to make a low ticket thing. You're like, let me, you're like, I, I, you're like, I have a very valuable skill set that I can sell for a lot of money, but I'm not going to sell that. I'm going to make a, a shittier version of it. Sell it for less. <laughs> yeah, please, sir. Can I have some change? Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, um, don't do that. <laughs> I will likely be showing up on a mastermind coaching call being like, how do I market something big ticket? Just FYI. Yeah, I love that. We can have that conversation, right? But like, you're going to need to get the skills to be able to sell those spots. And I would rather you just practice to get the marketing to be able to sell the thing you want to sell that's going to bring in more money. Guess what? You're going to have to learn how to sell a $97 thing too. Were you on the call when I was coaching? I think I was coaching Megan the other day and she was like, you were right. Like, it's just as much work to sell this $20 offer as my $2,000 offer. And she's like, I really thought you were wrong. (laughs) We try so hard. Yeah. She's like, it's all, she's like, it's so much more work to get them to buy it than I thought it would be. And I was like, yeah, because lower price points, like don't create desire. So if you have a $97 product, you're still going to have to prove to them, you know what you're doing. You're still going to have to explain the value. You're still going to have to explain the problem. You're still going to have to put it in front of them a bunch of times. Like you don't get out of any steps just because it's a $97 price point. It's just as, it's just as many steps to get them to buy a tw- and $2,500 to get somebody to train your OBM is like an amazing deal. So I think it's just a matter of like you talking about it a lot, getting the word out, telling people over and over, this is how I help people. This is what I do building that network. Right. And then, and then in a year, like, I think you'll be selling it like no problem. But if you don't start doing that and building your reputation and start getting them, you know, getting your marketing chops built up and building your network out, and we're messing around with this 97, you know, and the, the only way I would just for everybody listening, the only way I would tell her, like, do the 97 is if you were like, this is like my passion project, and I love it. And I this I have to have this in the world. And then it's like, okay, fine, like, I'll help you sell it. <laughs> But you have like an extremely valuable skill set. Like I'm guessing 2,500 is really like a huge undercharge for like what you're going to do in that business, right? So like, let's not go to 97. We're already at the bottom, I feel like for you. And your your goal is to go up, right? And have like premium price points. And it's particularly niche because it's training an OBM to work with a neurodivergent entrepreneur. So like neurodivergent CEO and training that OBM. Oh my gosh, that's an amazing niche. (laughs) That's so good. Holy okay. cow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I I'm will like, I stick with that you. and I will post in the group. Thank you, Faith. Okay. Much appreciate yeah, you're it. welcome. Joy, I'm so glad you're able to make it. Two coaching calls in one week. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I know, I know, because I'm doing this stuff. <laughs> Hold on one second, okay? You guys that are watching, there's nobody else with their hand up. So if nobody raises their hand... The call is going to end when Joy is done. If you guys don't want coaching, that's fine. I'm just giving you your warning. You can get brave. I will be nice to you. I won't yell at you or anything. Okay, Joy, what you got? (laughs) I like it when you yell. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, I like 
on a smaller level, like Kelsey was doing the uh, working a lot on doing a lot of really small offers though, for me, like between 10 and $40. And then you said to me at that coaching call, you were like, um, just do, just set yourself up to do the personal training and the coaching. Um, so I was like, that's right. I, I think I had thought the other model before I was so close to getting my um, CPT, but now that's like next week. So um, I got to get on that. So, so what I was, what it, do you think, like your business brain, what do you think would be the, hi, just a minute, the fastest way. So I have, um, I have a freebie, how to start um, with your fitness journey, even if you've never lifted a weight ever. I already have that done. Um, And then I'm wanting to build a small, like, um, not a workshop, a small course on, like, like scary cats, barbell, baddie, like. Well, that's cute. Walking (laughs) through the gym, where you'll find what, how to use each thing and yeah, then like a conquer your gym anxiety kind of vibe right right cool. and it'll still be small offer it'll just okay. it'll be under 49 but okay. um but then I want to use that then to step into because through that course they'll see the value of personal training also because I'll be talking about that and mentioning it so um and then I'll, I want to have like coaching for like um, lifestyle and mindset stuff, and then actual personal training can be together or separate, whatever. And mm-hmm. then eventually, I'd like to have a membership just to be able to help people Let's on a more the membership for right now. How's how do you feel about that? Yeah, I was that was actually it's like on the back thing. burner. It's like someday we're going right. to do that, but we're not even thinking about that right now. Okay, so what is the what would be like the fastest way? I only have I have like. I do have 2,900 email subscribers, but only uh, just a few of those under 300 are specifically signed up for my fitness stuff. The rest of them seem to be interested in lifestyle changes, seem to be interested in um, health, but I'm not sure how many of those will actually convert. So um, how much is this? Is this, this is one-on-one coaching you're offering, right? I just want to make sure I'm understanding. Yeah, either highest, virtual personal price? training and one-on-one coaching. Yeah, okay, that's what I have right now. Okay, and those, what is the price range on those? Like rough, like what's your, what do you think you're going to charge for that? Um, it roughly a hundred dollars an hour. Okay, it'll it'll be packages. It won't be that, but yeah, I would do. I would do some kind of. I think especially for fitness, I still think challenges work really good, like especially depending on the niche, but I think they really work good for like health and fitness, right? And I would give them a little bit of mindset stuff. I would teach them like the mindset is like the foundation for being able to do the exercises and do the plan, right? Give them very doable, quick win stuff, help them like celebrate and feel good and like get some momentum. Um, and I would just do it for free. And then maybe eventually you could make that and eventually you could take the replays from that, edit them and make that into your $49 offer. 
that you're talking about, but I would run it live a few times before you turn it evergreen. And then I would pitch on there. I would just pitch for them to get on consults with you and sell your training packages. Oh, okay. That does cut out. You always have this way of making, I have a way of making things so complicated. You're trying to build out all these funnels that you're not ready for yet. You need to sell on consults because you need to get on calls with them and have them tell you from their mouth what is what is going on for them. And it's going to help your marketing. It's going to make your programs better. It's going to make your coaching better. Like get them on Zoom calls and talk to them about what's going on and then just tell them how you can help them and what it would be like to work with you and tell them you have spots and you can send them a link to sign up if they want. But I would I would do I would do a free challenge and and tell them, you know, if you want more support, I have coaching spots. You can book a call. We, I'll get on zoom with you. You can tell me exactly what's happening. I can tell you if we would be a good fit to work together and what I can help you with. Right. I would pitch your consults. You see what I'm saying? I would pitch. And then does this make sense to you? I would do a free challenge and pitch your consults and see if they want to sign up for coaching. That's what I would do. Okay. Or if you can't do a challenge, I would do a webinar or something, but I just think there's something really nice about a five-day challenge for like some kind of fitness thing, or maybe even a three-day challenge. It's sometimes hard to get people to do a whole five days for something for free. Really? I was thinking about 30, so five. <laughs> do not do a free 30-day challenge. <laughs> Everybody on this call, just sometimes I'll just give you, I try not to just give you guys advice. I try to like lead you through the my thought process but sometimes I'm like just don't do that like it's gonna be so hard to get someone to finish a 30 day every day so this is how a challenge works you guys every they sign up on the first day and like half of them that signed up don't come at all ever so they're, you're already down to like 50 percent of your people and that's the first day right and then and then out of the 50 percent of the people that actually go into the Facebook group let's say like I don't know 40 percent of them watch the video for the first day and then every day they're just, you're just dropping chunks of them. <laughs> like, think about, I do this all the time. Like, think about all the shit you guys sign up for for free that you never look at. I do it all. I'm like, I, I was talking about this earlier that I have this fantasy that I'm like this super productive, different person sometimes. And I have all this time and I'll like sign up for all these free things online. Like, I don't know when I think I'm going to have time to do that. Like, I think I'm going to like do all these challenges. I never do them. So we all do it, but I'm just saying like, when you're running a challenge, it's like, Okay, they're at day one. Now I got to get as many as we can to watch the video on the second day. When I do mine, we do three days, right? And I'm like, we're doing giveaways. We're do. I'm like, I'll bribe them to watch the video. I'm like, I'll, we're giving stuff away. We're telling them it's coming down. We're telling them go watch it. And then it's like, okay, now we got to do the third day. And it's like, now I got to herd them all over here and get them to watch this video. And it it's like, you're doing that on each day and each day you're losing people. So think about doing that for 30 days straight, how much energy that would take from you. Like, don't do that, <laughs> especially not for free. Cause they're not like, they need some skin in the game if you're going to do a 30 day, but I would just do a free challenge. It's going to help you practice starting to teach, starting to pitch your coaching. I would pitch consults that you have one-on-one spots, sign up for a consult, sign up for a consult, sign up for a consult. Everyone that you could do, like everyone that signs up for a consult this week during the challenge is going to get a personal plan from me or a personal, whatever, some kind of bonus or something right? And tell them I have personal training spots. You guys can sign up. These are my like intro pricing stuff. You can do something like that if you want. You can give them a bonus, but I would do some kind of free, get them results ahead of time, 
if you want more, you can hire me to be your coach. That's what I would do. Okay. Or a version of that, that feels aligned to you, but you want to think about, I want you to think of, stop thinking about all these funnels and the lower price tickets and all this stuff. I just want you to think about, I need people to sign up for consults and get them to go on coaching, to sign up for coaching. We're just going to sell your coaching packages. I think I've done like, um, like printables and all that so long. That's really hard for me to think of just selling. It's a different business model, right? Yeah. 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 Don't tell yourself it's really hard for you. <laughs> Let's say it's a different, what's what? a different story. We're learning a new business. We're pivoting yeah. into a new market. We're yeah. learning a new way of doing marketing. Yes. And I'm, I'm sure just at one point doing to... printables was really hard too, right? Yes. Yeah. Any, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I, so just, I may be just back. Sell the coaching in as few steps as possible. And don't add extra steps, pitch the coaching. They need to hear about the coaching that you need to pitch the coaching. You need to talk about the coaching, just sell the coaching. Don't. And then it's like, when, someday when you guys get a huge audience, I'm like, yeah, let's make a $50 offer. That's great. But if you do, I don't know what the size of your audience is, but if you guys don't have volume, you guys have to understand a $10 offer, a $50 offer, a $97 offer. It requires you to have vault, some kind of volume, right? Because your conversion rate is not going to be 100%. It's not even going to be close to that, right? Even if you're a great marketer, it's going to be under 10%. So then it's like, we don't want to spend all this time if you don't have the volume to support a volume-based business. If you guys want to be in that price range and you're in a niche with that price range, that is fine. But you need to go spend time getting the volume for that to work. Like Joy and Kelsey that I'm coaching right now, they both are in niches where they can charge premium pricing. They don't need to be messing with $50 things. So you can sell personal training. Like that's the most valuable thing you can sell right now. I would learn to sell that while you grow your audience. And then once we have some of that volume, then you can start doing some of the programs and lower ticket stuff. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. That's why I came here. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Let me know how it goes. I'm excited about this pivot, Joy. I think it's going to be so Super, super excited. Super scared though. So. That's how you know it's going to be good when you're super scared. (laughs) I've invested heavily too. So that is another thing that makes me, um, yeah, I'm trying not to stay in, get in the mindset of, um, what does your brain really think about that though? Just tell me like the barfy thoughts. Don't tell me like your good coached up thoughts. Tell me like, what do you really, what does your brain really think in the, in the moments when you're like tired and hungry? and sad and stressed out and your kids are annoying like what do you think about the like money what you the heck do you think you're doing who, who is going to buy this from you like what everyone's gonna be like her like why is she trying to help people with that like mm-hmm. or yeah, I can't you guys do put it. in the chat if you've had that thought like who do you think you are like no one is gonna take you seriously right and so Let's just answer that, right? So people are going to see you online. They're going to think like, why should I listen to you? Why should they? Why should they listen to you? Because I've been where they've been and it's a hard way out if you don't have help. Um, it's really hard to get your mind around stuff. It's really hard to know what what to what's going on in your mind to put it around that. It's really hard to um, you know, change your whole lifestyle, um, to, 
get the results you want for, for like a lot of different reasons, but some of them aren't even, don't you feel like they're in your control? You can be doing what everyone tells you to do and still not see the results that you're looking for right away. And, um, have you had that happen? Huh? Have you had had an experience like that where that happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. For three years. (laughs) It took a lot. Yeah. I think you should talk about that to your people. And I think it makes you more credible, not less credible. And I, this is funny that you're saying this because I literally just had this conversation last week because I hired a new personal trainer and I told her, I said, I have long COVID. I'm having like severe, severe clinical depression symptoms. I have not worked out in like consistently in a year. My body's extremely out of shape. I just want to build the habit of starting to work out for the first month. I don't want to do anything hard. I don't want to do anything difficult. And the first workout she gave me joy. And this girl is like, she's like jacked. She's like, so it's like, she's just like, you can tell by looking at her. She's like a fitness person. I'm like, I am not a fitness person. And I was like telling my best friend, I was like, I just wish I could find like a trainer. That's like a regular ass person because this workout, I showed my friend the workout she gave me. And I was like, this is psychotic. I was like, I literally told her I have long COVID. I haven't worked out in a year and I want the easiest workout you can give me. So I just get to have it. And this is what she gave me. It's like a hundred burpees and like a 45 minute, like fucking hate workout and all this stuff. And I was like, I was like, I physically like cannot do this. So I just want to tell you that story because I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I literally just told my friend that I was like, I wish I could find a trainer that was just like a regular ass person that is not a fitness person. Because I was like, I feel like these fitness girls, they do not understand (laughs) what I'm I'm like, I tell them, but it's like, that is like the easiest workout she could imagine in her brain. And I was just like, this is insane. I was like, this is just not going to work. Right. And so I'm just telling you that, like, I think a lot of people have that feeling about the fitness community where it's like, I just wish I could work with like a regular ass person and not with these fitness people. Like I'm not fitness people, you know? (laughs) Right. I know I was working. I mean, I'm trying, I'm doing all this. And so I, I make the plunge. I'm going to do this. Like it's $30 a month, whatever. I know that's not a lot of money, but for the time it was a lot for me. And the, my friend who was running, it was like, yeah, it's for every fitness level. Every fitness level can do it. Yeah, fitness so I people go don't understand what that means. Like they don't no. know what it's like to not be in shape. It's like, they can't even imagine it. <laughs> and so I'm trying to do it, you know? And then it's like, I have to modify so much. I'm like, this isn't like doing anything. Or then I'll try to do it. I literally made myself sick trying to do one of the challenges they had, you know, like literally like for days, like inside, I couldn't like, it wasn't, I was a sore. I was sick. Yeah. And, and I told them and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. It's like, they can't even imagine. Yeah. But this is what I want to say to all of you guys, you know, that put that in the chat. That's like, I have that thought. It's like, I want you to answer like, how is it better that you're not an expert? How is it better that you actually don't, that you're learning and you're not all the way at the end of this journey? Like, how is it better for your people? Right. And I want you guys to think about that and come up with some good answers. And to me, like, I'm like, yeah, it seems like you're going to have a much easier time relating to someone that has gym anxiety, that's scared of going to the gym, that has been trying to lose weight and hasn't been able to, feels down on themselves, like is having that experience. Then like, 
you know, the trainer that I was, I'm not working with her now, but I was just like 25 years old, like CrossFit competitor. I was like, this is just like, not, this is just, this does not understand like what is happening here for me. Right. And I was like, I need a person that like understands what this is like, because this person is so far from like where I am. She just was not able to help me. And so that's for all of you guys, like, how is it better that you're not all the way at the expert level and that you've been through some of this stuff and you have struggled with it, right? And I'm always saying that about the mindset stuff. I'm like, you want to hire me to be your mindset coach because my brain is an asshole. I'm like, I have clinical depression. I've have, I've had severe panic attacks, severe anxiety. My brain is a bully, right? And I understand what it is to like battle mental demons, right? You don't want to learn like mindset from like, I always say Matt is like my golden retriever boyfriend. I'm like, you don't want to learn mindset from somebody like that, that just wakes up every day and is like, oh, <laughs> I have all of the great thoughts. Like how nice you want to learn it from me, right? Cause I've been through it. Like, I understand, like, what you're saying. Like, I get it, right? And so I want all of you guys to think about that for your niche, about, like, how is it, if you've struggled with some of this stuff, right? And even if you're not an expert, how is it better for your people, right? And I think I'm not just, like, gaslighting you guys. Like, I really think, like, there is a place for that of people that have been in the trenches with some of this stuff um, and that can understand where people are at. Does that help, Joy? It does. It does. Thank you so much. Yeah, you got this. I'll be back. I want you to coach yourself up on that money you spent too and see if you can neutralize that a little bit, okay? I'm good with the money I spent. Okay. I guess in theory. But there's like a feeling of like, we got to get it back though, right? Well, no, it's a feeling of like, if I don't do everything perfect this month, I'm not going to be able to like make those payments or feed my kids. Cause I'm making those payments or like, it's like, I mean, I really did. And, and I don't, I don't have any qualms about it. I really do think I can get it back. It's just that it's like, time I, want you to to make it now. A, I want you to make a worst case scenario plan. That's like, if it doesn't work, like, what are you going to do to, cause you're not going to not feed your kids. Like, that's just like, not something you're going to do. Right. So it's like, okay, well, if this doesn't work by this date, like, what are we going to do? And I want you to like, look at and make a plan. Right. Mm -hmm. And then in the meantime, like, yeah, let's get your business off the ground. But like, you're always hearing me coach people. It is hard for me to help you guys make money when we put the pressure cooker on the business of like, it needs to work. It needs to work now. Oh my God, it needs to work. It needs to work. You've got to get your nervous system in a place where you feel safe when we're trying to do sales and we feel unsafe, like I need money in the bank account. If I'm not going to be able to feed my kids, it, it, it energetically is very difficult to pitch and make sales. Right. I said this on this call. Cause then we are really attached to like getting people to sign up and the energy is just off. Right. It's a lot easier to sell when you don't need the money. And if you can't get yourself to that place, at least get your nervous system to a place where you're like, even if I don't make the sale, like we're still good here. Like I know what I'll do in my mind. My backup plan was always like when I quit my corporate job and went all in as an entrepreneur, I had made money for, I made 
$5,000 in one month, but I had never made any money before that. So I didn't know like if I was still going to be able to do it again, or if there was like more money or that was the only money I was going to make. But I was like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to try. And if I never make any money, don't quit your job. I'm not advising anybody do this. Okay. But I'm just saying like my backup <laughs> plan was I'll go wait tables or I'll go to a coffee shop. And I was like, cause I used to wait tables. I was like, I know I can always do that. So it's like, figure out something for you. That's like, I'll be a VA. I will pick up side work. I'll, I don't know, make some kind of backup plan for yourself and just, yeah, well, I, I do. Safety net. Yeah. I've got, so right now my job, I can actually work on my business in my job because I, that's sit great. With the guy who that's the dream. The time. Yeah. But, um, like worst case scenario, I, I could get a job here, just set up like a, a box, whatever, big box fitness club as a trainer. Yes, once I have that. that is a good thought for you. That is a lot better than like, this needs to make, like we, we invest, I invested a lot and we need to make money. It's like, okay, if I can't make the payments, I'll do this. Like, mm-hmm. do you see what I'm saying? It just will yep. keep your energy a lot cleaner making those sales. Okay. Okay. And Taylor, she's adorable. I know. <laughs> I haven't seen her yet. I know. Okay. Muting. Thank you. Taylor, what's her name? I don't even know her name. Her name's Penelope. Oh, I did know that. I did know that a long time ago. I forgot. My brain is not the best. Okay. She's very cute. Congratulations. Bianca. I think this is like her second or third mastermind call. <laughs> Hello. Good to see ya. Hi. So I'm actually brand new. This is my first time in the group. Oh, great. And so I just recently kind of fell upon the whole like blogging and uh, like finally kind of realizing that I do want to go into coaching. Um, I was in a really toxic relationship for seven years. And then after that is when I like kind of came across my whole spiritual journey and was able to like, you know, find self-love and like all of that good stuff and was able to attract now like a really good man. We're in a relationship for two years now. So I basically want to teach others how to do the same. I love and that. And I don't know where to start. <laughs> I love that. So you're going to be dating. Do you know what you're going to sell? So I want to do like coaching. I want to do a course, but I don't really know like what would do well pretty much. I would advise that you start with coaching. The reason I say that is like, it's hard. What this is what happened to me when I started doing business coaching. What will happen when you do one-on-one coaching is like, especially if you get a lot of clients or you're doing it a lot, you end up saying the same things to people over and over and over and over again all day long. And eventually I was Mm -hmm. like, I'll just going to put all of them on one call and I'm going to make the mastermind curriculum is now like what I used to teach people in my one-on-one. Right. And it was like, you don't need, I don't need to sit here and say this over and over. I've done it so many times. I literally know what I will say to most of you here. You mm-hmm. go, here's the modules. And then you guys can come once a week and talk to me. Um, Cause I was like, I feel like a professional parrot. And so I think right. you start doing one-on-one coaching, you start figuring out what most people are stuck with and how you like saying things and the tools that most of them need. So I would advise that you just start there. And then the the courses and stuff too, like keep a lot of people stuck. Cause then you're like, I have to like record this and I don't know how to do a portal. And like, you end up spending a lot of time wasted figuring out tech kind of stuff too, depending on how tech savvy you are. Mm-hmm. But I would put together, a, this is what I would do if I were like wanting to start. I would put together a coaching package 
I would figure out like, what are the results and the outcomes they get from coaching with you for Mm -hmm. a month or two months or three months or whatever you want to the package to be. So it's like, Mm -hmm. how long is the package? What are the outcomes you're going to get? What are you going to help them get if I hire you? Like, what are the outcomes I get Um, and the price Mm -hmm. point? And then I would start doing some kind of way to grow your audience. So I would probably, I would probably tell you to do like TikTok or reels to start with. Okay. What do you think about all that? I think that's good. Um, I also, like I said, like was thinking about um, kind of mentioning my coaching services and stuff like that in blog posts as well. And like having some digital products type of thing, you know? So you can do that. The the thing with the blog post is like, you got to think about if you, you don't have any audience now, right? Is that right? We're at like so zero. Or... I have a following just oh, okay. of people from like over the years. So okay. now I'm trying to kind of like transform you know, or pretty much weed out people that would like be on Instagram in my or audience. like what, what kind of, what do you mean? Like a mostly Instagram. Okay. Um, yeah, I have like maybe three or 4,000 followers on Instagram and then oh, maybe great. like 4,000 people that have me on Facebook as well. So it's like something, you know, I would, this is what I would have you start doing. I would make something, I would either do something free, offer a free workshop, maybe that you think they would like mm-hmm. the people that are going to sketch out your coaching program first, because you need to make sure that you're attracting people onto the, we're going to build an email list for you. You want to make sure you're building an email list of people that want Mm -hmm. to buy your coaching. So figure out like, are Mm -hmm. you going to help them like, um, dating, like dating good men and how to date, or you're going to help them once they're in the relationship or like, what, where are they? Mm -hmm. What are the exact outcomes? Sketch Mm -hmm. your, your package out. And then the person that's going to buy that I want you to make something free for them. And then I want you to start pitching it on your Instagram every day and try to get people to sign up for your email list. You can like name drop it in your stories. You can talk about Mm -hmm. it on reels. You can say, you know, I talk about this in the free masterclass. You guys can get it in my bio, but here's a really quick tip for you. Blah, 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 blah. Like something like that. Mm -hmm. You want to like start driving people from your platform you have to your email list. Mm-hmm. Right? So you need to set up like, I have been recommending MailerLite. You guys can tell me what your, if you guys know of any better like beginner platforms, I haven't like recently researched all of them or anything, but MailerLite used to be like the cheapest one to get started where you could make mm-hmm. an op where they're going to put their email address in and then you're going to automatically send them an email with a free thing. That Mm -hmm. would be the first step I would do for you is like building out that email list. And then if we do a launch or you do a program or you do something down the road, we have these people on the email list. We can tell all of them about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, Sketch out that program and then think about a free thing that would attract someone that is ready to pay for that. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? And then start building up that email list. and then. You can even start offering like consults. Like I was, like I was telling Joy, it's like, just get them to get on a consult, hear what they're going through, tell them if you think you can help them, tell them what you would work on if they hired you, all that kinds of stuff. And how exactly do you, would you say that I should like pitch it to them? Because 
that's another thing that I would ha- like be new to, like even pitching that type of thing to someone. I think you need to just practice and you'll figure out how you want to do it. But I would just assume that you're going to be bad at it. Like the first thousand times you do it and just be, yeah. willing, be willing to, your brain is going to want to do it the right way. So we have this thing in the mastermind that I got from one of my coaches, Simone soul, but she calls it the garbage post challenge. Right. And it's like, you literally go and post every day for 30 days and the posts are supposed to be garbage. You're not supposed to make them good. You're just supposed to get mm-hmm. used to posting. You need to do that, mm-hmm. but like with the garbage pitching challenge, <laughs> just talk yeah. about your offer. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, and, and don't try to do it good. Don't try to be good at it. Don't try to do it the right way. You want to try to be bad at it. Because the way you get good at it is by doing it a bunch of times. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the way I like to do it is I'll just say, oh, I teach this in my mastermind, blah, blah, blah. But here, let me give you guys a little bit of it right now. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm always pitching, right? But you can also go look around on on Instagram and see how other people are doing it. Like try to find people that are pitching free stuff or freebies, but you need to keep this very simple. And the thing I was going to say about the blog post is that you can do that with Google, but you need to understand like you to get traffic to a blog post, it's got to come from either your own audience where you put it on Instagram and you're sending them to the blog post, mm-hmm. Google, like ranking you in search, which can mm-hmm. take, you have to have a lot of content written for Google to regard you as an expert. So you have to write a lot of articles about the same topic. Other websites have to link to those articles and it has to be out there for a certain amount of time. And then Google will start kind of being like, oh, like they're like an expert in this thing. Let me put them in search results. But until that happens, like you're going to be buried way down in Google search. Like you're not going to be getting traffic like right away. Mm -hmm. And then the other way I see people driving traffic to blog posts is on Pinterest which yes. the algorithm over there is wacky right now, I think. Um, but mm-hmm. it could be something to like look at. But mm-hmm. but that's just more of a long-term strategy, right? And so it just depends mm-hmm. on like what your goals are and what kind of time you have to invest. But if you're mm-hmm. looking at like, I want like cash to start coming in my business this year, I wouldn't be doing blog posts. I would be doing social media because you could go viral on Reels or TikTok like within the next few months, especially if you're diligently and people in the mastermind too, have had a lot of luck on the Facebook shorts videos too. So mm-hmm. if you get good at doing short form video, that's a hugely valuable opportunity that's happening right now. And I would probably yeah. just advise you to just take advantage of that. And then later on, it's like, maybe we can get an assistant or we could get a VA and they can like help you with the blog posts. Cause it takes a lot of time to write all that stuff out. So it just depends yeah. if you if you have time to do a long-term strategy and a short-term strategy, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the good thing is that I do, I have nothing but time because um, I have lost my job like three months ago, but my man, he makes the money. He's, you know, all good. Oh, he's good. Like, basically like That's do great. whatever you want. He's very, very supportive. He's like, you know, I want you to be happy. He's seen how unhappy I was, you know, working in nine to fives. I was like in the medical field. So, you know, he's seen me coming home stressed all the time and all that. So it was really only a matter of time until I kind of looked into, you know, like um, passive income or just other ways to make money and stuff like that. So now yeah, that the it's blog all posts kind are- of like piecing together. The blog post can be very valuable if you take the time to learn SEO and take the time to write the articles. Mm-hmm. But if you have time to do that, then yeah, do it now. Do it while you have time. 
and mm-hmm. and like with your I would do that as your long term and then your short term I would do Instagram and then I would mm-hmm. like I'm saying like practice just talking about help clients with this I help coaching with this see if you can get some free coaching clients too I feel like I feel like it really helps people with their coaching identity right when you're it's hard to like think of yourself as a coach when you don't have any clients when you're coaching people right. all day it's very easy to be like oh yeah I'm a coach I co- I'm on calls all the time right I have calls every week mm-hmm. so I would get some free clients it'll like help you get your coaching chops up right to where you feel confident like yes I know I can over deliver at whatever the price is you end up landing on it'll mm-hmm. give you an idea of like how you want to run things how things will go it'll give you some good experience so I'm always a fan mm-hmm. of like finding some people that are interested in free coaching if you want to do a package you can always at the end tell them like hey you know I have open spots if you want to continue let me know and we can have a conversation mm-hmm. about working together and you can pitch them a package if they're interested but yeah I would just really do it just for the experience. I wouldn't even really be thinking about getting clients. That would probably be, if you have the time, that would probably be very valuable for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Just keep it very simple. Okay. Think Mm -hmm. about getting them on the email list, getting them on a console and offering them coaching. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Let me do Raquel. Hi. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. You look wonderful. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, I rose my hand because I didn't want the call to end, and then I was like, I don't know if I I haven't. I just I did it, but I was like, I probably should ask because I saw you were coaching, and I was like, oh, I I need some faith in my life today. I think. Um, Tell me what you've been up to. What can I help you with? What's going on? Sure. So yesterday. so I'm in another program that sort of teaches you how to do challenges. And this is way before I met you. And I've been in the yeah. program a few months. And so yeah. they gave me this structure. And I spent about 12 days like priming my audience via email and attempting to do it through IG and a small Facebook group. And then yesterday I announced my like launch event, which is going to be like a, a four-day experience. I didn't nice. want to call it a challenge because I do energy coaching and I We'll take people through like guided meditations to do stuff in order to create their course. I wanted it to be more like laid back. Like this is not about doing, it's about being. Ooh, I love that. Okay. Now you just made me realize I, yeah, exactly. I was like, I have to look back at this recording because I have not used those words to describe what I'm doing, but I, you know, I'm having one of those moments today where it's like, oh, it's been a day and there's like two people signed up. So I am trying to manage the thoughts. And also, I know I have like two weeks, like 16 days until the actual thing starts. So I have time and I intend to keep emailing about it, but that's sort of where I'm at. I'm feeling anxious and I'm like, how will I move through the next two weeks? Yeah. So we feel anxious. You said you you sent something out and you had no one sign up. Is that what happened? Or you haven't? Yeah. Well, yeah, basically, well, two people are signed up, but both of them actually that's not true one of them is like someone who is on the email as facebook group but also a friend and then after talking to her she signed up and then someone in the facebook group signed up okay yeah okay so the circumstances are we sent you sent an email or where did you put it on your facebook or i did facebook group ig and email. okay so we put 
an invite to join the experience on social media and on the email. And we got two signups. Is that actually, those are the facts? Facts. I sent two emails, another one today. Okay. We sent two emails, posted on social, got two signups. Is that, that's the facts, right? And then this is what I want you guys, everybody on the call to see is like, it's really important to figure out like thoughts and facts and something that's really useful to do often for me too, because I have a dramatic ass brain. My brain does this with the podcast all the time. My brain loves to be like, nobody listens to the podcast. Nobody likes it. It's a waste of time. It's stupid. And nobody even listens to it. But that's factually untrue. Like if I look at the data of the podcast, it's the only part of my business that has grown consistently like really month after month, all of the years I've had it. And we have hundreds of thousands of downloads on it. Right. And so I, I often, I'm like, nobody ever says anything about the podcast. Therefore I make up like my story about it. It's just important to like, know is this a story? There's always like our story about what's happening. And then the facts of what is happening. Right. And so the facts of what's happening is we sent two emails, we made some social media posts, we got two signups. And then what does your brain, just give me some of the, some, just give me, I know that you're onto yourself, right? But just give me like the barfy, what's like the barfy most embarrassing thought your brain has given you about that? What is your, what do you make that mean that you only got two signups? Like I won't, I, I'm not going to get people to sign. This is going to be so hard that the people again, who'll sign up are people I know. And that means I don't know that many people that yeah. Uh, you know, like it's just like all the stories of like fuck, like all this fucking work, and I have no fucking idea if these people will, <laughs> if the right people will even be there and sign up. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pull that first thought you said because I think that kind of captures the essence of like what your brain thinks about this, which is like it's gonna be so hard, right? So mm-hmm. you're thinking it's gonna be so hard when you think it's gonna be so hard. How does that feel to you in your body? Like tense constriction. All of it. Give me like a one word emotion for the tense restriction. Is it like anxious or is it like frustrated or is it? My immediate response is like anger. Yeah. So we're, we're like angry, right? When you're angry, when you're thinking this is going to be so hard and you're feeling angry, how do you show up to promote the offer? Not when you're thinking it's not when you're all coached up and thinking good. Like I, we're just following this one little Mm -hmm. sliver of things that are happening. But when you're actually thinking this is going to be hard and feeling angry, how do you show up to promote the challenge? My immediate response is like at a desperation. It's not really from a place of creation and inspiration. What do you do though? Like what, what would I see you doing or not doing when you're feeling that way? Like doing too much instead of doing things that are more meaningful and less and more impactful. So interesting. This is what I think is so interesting about the thought work is like, because I didn't think that's what you were going to say, but it's so interesting to me because so often our thought line ends up in our result line, right? So you had the thought, it's going to be so hard. And then the actions you take are like less powerful actions more often. And so you create the result of it being more work for yourself. You create the result of it being being more work. Whoa. (laughs) I did not see that until you pointed that shit out. Whoa. And I've been coached on this shit before and I've never seen it that way. 
Well, it's hard. It's hard to see our own thoughts. This is why I write yeah. all mine. I literally write mine out. I can't even do this in my own brain for myself. I have to write them all out and coach myself the way I, I teach in the mastermind. I teach that mm. process in there. If you guys are interested in learning how to coach your brain, but our, we always say this, like our thought line often ends up in the result line. And it's like, damn, like that wasn't where I thought you were going, but I totally see that now. Right. It's like, you're like running around, you're taking the less potent actions. We're acting out of desperation and you're literally creating more work for yourself and literally making it harder. And the interesting thing about this too, and like, you know what, my friend Corlin talks about this all the time where she's like, if you tell signal to like the universe or like whatever you guys believe in or God or whatever, like, I want to help people with this. The universe like sends you to boot camp <laughs> about whatever that is. And so you're in energetic boot camp, my girl. <laughs> you're, you're fucking, you didn't know you signed up for that, but you did. <laughs> the universe is like, you want to, you want to coach people on energy? here <laughs> here's your boot camp so now it's like you got to get your energy right right mm-hmm. to promote it so it's like what is the energy you want to be in when you promote this offer to your people my response is like not enough people know about it like I just need to be creative and be like if more people need to know that means I need to He's create more fun stuff to get it out there to them so we need to talk about it more in a fun way right yeah. mm-hmm. what thoughts would allow you to do that not everybody sees every piece of content Raquel they just haven't seen it yet that's one of mine my brain's like they're not my brain does the exact same thing just so you know and it does it every event I'm like I'll tell my team I'm like this was a terrible idea they don't even want it nobody's signing up and they're like we sent one email like they're all gonna sign up on the last day like we have like weeks left to promote it right but my brain does the same thing right it's totally normal just so you guys know it's totally normal that our brains make up these stories it looks at the data and then it makes it mean all of the things that we're afraid of my like my like kind of deep-seated fear is always that like nobody likes me right so when nobody signs up for my thing my brain just goes for that story it's its favorite story it like it like knows it very well it has lots of evidence for it and it's like see you see But we just want to know, like, that's all that's happening is like our brain is just like filling in gaps and creating a story. And it's like, oh, that's that's actually just a narrative. It's not like the actual truth. We don't actually know how many people are going to sign up because like it's possible no one signs up for it. It's possible only two people sign up for it. What else is possible if we go out and we promote this in a fun way and you get energetically aligned with it? What else is possible? I'm genuinely just excited to get to know new people in my world like who the fuck are you you know like I did two bundles and I'm like there's hundreds of people here I don't know who you are and I like to get to know people develop some great relationships you might get some great super fans right I saw people in my community that were in some of my first challenges that have been in the mastermind since we opened it and they're like they're they've been like loyal lifelong customers of mine they've sent tons of business to me they tell their friends about me they share the podcast and I'm like forever grateful to them because they supported me before I really had a platform or anybody right and it really was like we just did a really good amazing challenge and helped them a whole bunch and they were they've just been here ever since so it's possible we could get like raving fans that send business to you what else is possible? It's possible like something could go viral. I saw Megan pop on here. Megan had something go viral during her launch. She did. She had a TikTok like 
go viral that was literally pitching her program and she got like a million views on it or something right and Mm so I would just be and since you're an energy person this is like my favorite thing to do in a launch is because my brain is like naturally like negative right I'm always like I have like a, a negative ass dramatic ass brain right but I'll just take time every morning and I call them like miracle walks and I just go outside and I look at the sky and I think about what a miracle is I'm like walking in my human body under a sky in this life and I just get in the energy of like there's so many possibilities and like I just think about like miracles like I think about how miracles are happening right now in this moment to other people I think about miracles that have happened in my life I call them like miracle walks and I just get in the energy of like wouldn't it be great if something really amazing happened this launch like that would be so fun like not even like envisioning oh this thing is going to happen and like trying to call something in but just being like in the energy of possibilities of like it would be great like if something really amazing happened, there's amazing things happening all the time. Like the fact that I'm alive right now at this very moment in this life with these people is like so insane and miraculous already. And of course there's going to be more miracles coming. Right. And I just walk around like in the energy of it. And I think just giving ourselves a little like intentional break because our brains are always looking for the worst case because they're programmed for survival, right? It's like just trying to look for things that are going to go wrong. And it's like really just taking an intentional break from that and be like, oh yeah, we have lots of time to do that the rest of the day. You can think about how I suck and no one's going to sign up. (laughs) But right now we're just going to take a little vacation. We're going to have a little launch reset vacation and just think about some nice, good energy and then make your posts. I just think it would be like a really, especially since you're teaching energetics and stuff, it could be really great challenge for you to like take yourself to energetic boot camp in this launch and be really intentional. Yeah. And it's funny, I teach my students this. I was teaching this a few weeks ago about imagining what if. And it's yeah. 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 It's like it's possible nobody else signs up and we only get two people. Like mm-hmm. that's possible. But it's, but that's it's also, also not information. The end of the world. No, There's it's also, also inf- it's also information about like that's my the marketing worst case scenario like, for you. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to be afraid or mad or upset because it's like the worst case scenario is really not that bad. You just have two people. Maybe you can do something really fun with them and help them and do something really cool. And maybe you'll impact one of them. Maybe none of them will show up. But yeah, then at least you've practiced promoting it, right? And you've learned all of this stuff you've studied in this program and you get to take that to your next launch, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just information. We're just gathering data then that's the worst that's going to happen here. I forgot what your original question is, was. <laughs> I don't know if I had. my. I think my original was a tactical one about what else. What else should I do? But this is what happens with the thoughts. And this is why the thoughts and the energy are important. And I know you know this, right? You teach this. Because it's like, it blocks your own genius. When you're like, this is going to be hard. Your brain's like, okay, well, we won't even think about possibilities. We won't even think about where else to post, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, get yourself in a place of possibility. And then it's like, where else can I put this? How else can I say this? The place I like to go is like, like, oh, I thought I, I thought I was being compelling enough. And I thought I told them what I needed to say to get them to sign up. And I was wrong. That's not what they needed to hear to sign up. It was something else. Let me figure out what that is. And I just think of a different way to say it. I think of a different 
problem it's going to help them overcome, a different way it's going to help them. And remember, you got to, Kate Doster always says like, sell the free, right? So you need to pitch this thing with the same energy and integrity as if they're paying a thousand dollars for for it. And it's like, have a lot of times when we're promoting free things, we like leave out details and we don't really tell them the transformation. We just expect like it's free. So they're going to want it, but, but free doesn't create desire. Low prices don't create desire. We have to create desire with our marketing by telling them exactly how it's going to help them. And so if I'm not getting these signups, I want, I'm just like, oh, I thought we told them what we needed to tell them. I was wrong. (laughs) I was like, we, we missed something. I missed something in the marketing. Let me go back and look at the emails and look at the sales page and figure out what's missing here. Mm -hmm. And it's a much more productive place than where our brain likes to go, which is like, they hate me and I suck and I'm never going to be able to make money again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's just staying in that place of like where you can access your own genius and then saying it a lot of different ways. And a lot of times it's like, oh, I thought they only needed to see two emails they might need to see 20 emails. They might need to see 20 Mm. posts, right? And it's like, oh, I thought they only needed two emails to sign up, but I was wrong. Mm. Like they need to see it more and they need to hear it a different way. And it's like, yeah, I can totally do that for them. That's not a problem. I'm like, I will say it as many times as I need to, as many different ways, like no problem. I totally can do that for them. And that's where I like to keep my brain in the launch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you remind me that there's another question I have for myself about niching and my language as to who it's really for and how there's some fear there. Yeah. Um, Tell me about that, about, about. I think my fear is like I niche and then there are less people at the event and then, yeah. Because that I might think, happen, right? But, yeah. but, but at least, yeah. This is what will happen if you don't make that call. Like sometimes you have to make cut to like tough calls in business. Like I was saying earlier about like, saying no to some money now to say more like yeah that was so helpful right now how many people are on your list like ish like 240 so we have 240 people on an email list right and if you don't niche and do what you want to do like based on those 240 people you're going to be stuck building that business now forever because you made a decision based on the 240 people here I never do that Mm -hmm. I always am like willing to go get more people I'm like if I felt like I'm not called to be a business coach anymore I would literally burn down my list of 10,000 people and I would just be like I'm gonna go get 10,000 more people I've already done it Mm -hmm. once like you've already got 240 people you can just go get 240 more if you end up you don't want to be locked into this niche that you picked at the very beginning of your business journey forever because you're so scared of losing those people, right? It's like, I don't want to make business decisions out of fear and scarcity. Like you want to believe yeah. like in possibility and that there are a lot of people and and you are powerful. You already know how to make a list of 240 people. If you had to, you could make that list again in a different niche. And we don't have to yeah. like cater to them mm. till the end of time, right? And it's like- I wonder what you think of like, I guess I feel like I'm in a niche, but I need to niche even further. So like I help people with courses. So I help people with courses and group programs, but I realized in going through my beta that I really just want to work with people who want to create programs for women to help them with whatever women want, whether it's like something creative or holistic, but I'm like, I'm scared of like, well, who do I leave out? You're just niching the target market down, right? Yeah. And what, why are you, 
dragging your feet on like making that decision I'm scared it'll mean less people to work with I mean it will but what else could it mean that then I get to do what I really want to do Yeah. And I think it's easier to do messaging when you have a more specific target market, right? This is why people, especially when they're starting, like talk to like moms or they talk to single people or they talk to like this type of, it's just like makes your marketing more specific and it's easier to market. And then what I always tell people is like, I'm like, just start as narrow as you can. I'm like niche down to the, to as much as you can stomach it, like as much as you can like and we don't like it. Our brains don't like specificity. We like to be very like broad. That's very comfortable mm-hmm. for us. Like really answering these hard specific questions and niching down feels bad to our brains. Right. And so I'm like niche down as much as you can. And then as your audience grows bigger and bigger, you can like broaden out. You can do more things and like your messaging can become more broad. It's just easier to, especially if you guys are new and you haven't done messaging, it's easier to do sales and marketing when you're very, very niche down. That's why people coach like that to like niche people down. And then it's like, as you get better at sales, as your audience grows, as your stuff grows, like you can kind of like loosen up a little bit over time. But the other question, like I would ask you is like, like how much money are you making right now? Not much. Like in my beta, everyone's like on a on a payment plan. So I'm not making more than what, like six hundred dollars a month at this point. Yeah. So it you gotta like also weigh when you guys are making decisions about your business, something I do is I look at like the potential loss and like can we sustain that hit? Right. So let's say like if I wanted to like close the mastermind, which we're not doing, nobody freak out. But if we were gonna close the mastermind. I would look at like, okay, I want to like pivot. I want to have a new offer. I want to do something else. I'm going to phase the mastermind out. We're not going to sell any more payment plans. We're going to like offboard the people that are in there over time. Um, And like, how much money would I need in the business account if it takes me longer than I think to get this new program up and running and replace that income? And so when I'm making business decisions, I'm really looking like, can I financially like withstand the hit? if this takes longer than I think. And I like, we literally do that math out, right? Because I know how much it costs to run my business every month. And so for you guys that are just starting, I'm just saying that because a lot of you guys aren't making any money right now, or you're making a small amount of money. And so the risk is like very minimal. And so you don't need to spend a lot of time like thinking and planning and turmoiling over it. Cause I'm like, you're, what you're risking is very low. Right. And so when the stakes are low, my advice to you guys is like, make the decision fast and test it and see what happens. And I would just go with this and see if you like it and if it makes sense and if it works for you or not. And if not, then at least we know and we can like go do something else, right? If if you can like financially withstand the hit, which I think you probably can, right? So that's always my advice is like, if the stakes are low, make the decisions fast. Like you guys don't need to like think and think and think and think if it's like, there's not that much to lose in your business can withstand it right does that make sense yeah it totally makes sense in the beginning people are scared to make choices and it's like I'm like this is the time you guys should be fast you want to be making like when the stakes are low make the decisions fast I can't do that now I have I have like 12 people on my payroll that that rely on my money for me right and me and Matt like our bills like being paid by this I can't just like be like oh like buy mastermind and like burn it down and like make some crazy pivot right? It's like everything has to be a lot more thought out and those pivots and changes we do 
have to be financially thought out. Um, and I have to be able to make sure I can withstand the financial hit of it. But I'm just using that as an example. Like when you guys are at the beginning, it feels like everything is life or death. Everything is this huge move. Everything is this big decision. And I'm just trying to give you guys a little perspective of like the stakes are actually low. <laughs> Yeah. Like be clear with your brain about like, what are we actually risking? And like, am I, what am I really scared of? Cause I think what I'm scared of is like actually doing the thing I love because it's been a really long time. Why are we, what do we think is going to happen if we do the thing we love? Oh, it's going to be amazing. Well, yeah. Cause I'm a teacher. So I'm like, Oh, I've had to teach writing and I've had to figure out how to deal with teaching writing and the way that works for me. So that I could deal with having this job and I'm like, fuck, I get to like help women help women. And that's like my fucking jam. Um, Let's just like go all the way with it. I'm like, if you want another job, you don't like that much. Like just work for someone else. It's a lot easier. You'll save yourself a lot of time and money. And I I do it right. Like I'm in it. So we don't need to do that here. So I would just make a decision that your business is like, you're going to build it with a lot of integrity. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're going to take a lot of risks and you're good. But, but for it to be worth it, it's like, don't you want to like, if you have to take risks and like invest all this time and invest all this money and learn all this stuff. Like you want to make sure the payout is worth it at the end. Like, don't you want a business you really love at the end of it? It's like, otherwise you're going to end up with an audience of people that maybe you don't even like working with. And it's like, well, we could have just stayed at the teacher job then. Right. You see, it's probably like maybe a little better than the teacher, but let's just make it as good as we can for you. Yeah. 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 I like that. So I think you should just make the decision Right. I think I've made the decision this weekend will be the day like revamping the page and that's it let's go, go. yeah because I feel like you made me say it and I'm like oof, I gotta hold myself to that you know? yes and I've got you on video too so it's documented <laughs> you're like it's over <laughs> that's right yeah you guys everybody listening on the call if there's anything like that where you it's been stirring around in the back of your brain where you're undecided about something in your business maybe I should niche maybe I should call it this maybe I should do this program close all those up those are energy leaks so what we do in the mastermind is we I try to have everybody make all their decisions at the beginning of the quarter you decide exactly what you're going to sell what you're going to do right and then you close, keep those energy leaks closed by putting them on a list of things to evaluate next quarter, or just making the decision in the moment, like, no, we're not doing that now. I'm going to follow my plan, but you don't want stuff like unresolved percolating back there. Like maybe I should niche down because it's, it is like an energy leak, right? You guys will be surprised how much energy you have when you just make decisions and you're decisive and you're done and you just don't entertain that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you either decide right away and make the decision and make the decision fast and you don't remake it. You go all in on it or you just table it and tell your brain, I'm going to look at this in six months. I'm going to look at this when we plan Q2, you put it on your calendar and then you close it. You don't think about it anymore. You keep your brain focused on solving problems that are going to make you money. So for you, it's like, we just need to decide to niche down and then think about how to sell the program. Keep your brain focused on that not thinking, maybe I should change my niche. Maybe I should like do this. Maybe I should do this other thing. Maybe I should have a membership. Maybe I should make a different website. It's like you keep all that closed and you keep your brain focused on like, how do we make sales? That's Mm -hmm. the problem most of you need to be solving. How am I going to make sales? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was helpful too, because it reminds me, um, that's the thing I've been asking. I think it's part of the self-sabotage of like, Mm -hmm. oh, if I don't niche down, then I know that that's the problem. That I, and when I'm just like, I'm like, girl, just test it. 
Like, yeah, let's it, test right? it and see let's if it's the it problem. Right, yeah, yeah. But at least if we try to solve it, we'll be getting yeah. closer. If we never right. try to solve the problem, then yeah, we're just yeah. going to be in the same place. And I don't want you to be in the same place in six months. I want you to like gain subtraction here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I think that was probably helpful for a bunch of people. Okay. Is it Kay Marie? Hi. Yes. Hi. Did I say your name right? Or what is your name? It's my name is Katrina, but my blog is, is Kay Marie Kitchen. Kitchen. Yeah. So that's why you see the Kay Marie. Got it. How can I help you? I I know you may feel like you're repeating some of your, um, it's fine. I do this all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm, I have a food blog and yep. I'm working on getting my traffic up and lo- like learning SEO yep. and um, starting an email list. So okay. I wanted to ask you like as far because I signed up with MailChimp, but um, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know how to like get started with it. So like once you get started, is it because like I, I tested it myself just to see what it does the other day and I received the email saying thank you for subscribing and that was it but and then I had several people tell me try Flowdesk because it's better but either way like once I get started is there a plug-in I have to put on my website to like connect it or yeah what's your website on are you on WordPress. Okay. Yeah. What you'll do, it depends which one you end up going with, but Uh there's a way to like put, you're going to want to put a form on your site when you're just Uh starting, you can just be like, you know, sign up for my email newsletter. Right. Uh But what I would advise you to do is like give something away for free that people want that they can get when they get on your email list. And so it's kind of like, like get my top 10 amazing mind-blowing recipes recipes (laughs) that will change your life forever or whatever you want to give away right whatever you're going to be selling but I would put some I would put something on there that they can sign up for and get but you it I don't know if it's a plug-in because I haven't used MailChimp or any of this stuff in so long you probably will just have to google how to do it like depending on which they're all different so like depending on which one you use and then if they have help too, you might be able to search on the actual, like on MailChimp or on Flowdesk, right? Okay. Kajabi and it's all integrated. Uh-huh. But I would try, yeah, I would just try like picking which one you actually want to be on and then Googling like how to put a form on your site. And then once you have it set up, you should be like ready to roll. But I okay. think you're you're in the right, you're in the right frame though, because you want to be starting to build your email list, right? So getting that set up and like learning how to work use that software that sounds like your next step and I've had my blog for a long time Mm -hmm. and I didn't know anything about SEO and like it had to be written a certain way until 2020 so I had to go back and clean up a whole bunch of posts and it's a whole thing it's a whole thing SEO stuff I have learned yes I've learned but I just, I guess, and one more question, if you have, I guess, maybe any ideas, but like I am working, I said, as I said, on my mail, um, email list or trying to learn that and SEO, 
but my traffic is still low. But in between all of that, I was laid off in 2021. And then I was laid off again last year. So Uh I have two desserts that I won contests for. And they're in like four local grocery stores in Birmingham. And then I teach cooking classes at different libraries. So I'm trying to come up with something that, yeah. like I've I've been uh, making money. I make I make you know good money, but mm-hmm. not enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to come up with something that's going to help me work smarter would, and not harder because I'm baking like every day and you know like providing uh, the four different stores with my desserts and. It's just, it can be a little overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. I love it, but like I said, I do want to get more traffic to my blog to increase that income. I would try, like, you can do the blog, but like I was saying to someone else, it's it's a long game, like doing that. And it takes a lot of time to get okay. to like rank your stuff, especially in cooking, because God, there's probably like a billion people that have, you're going to be competing against all these websites with cooking for the ranking. Yes. But what I would tell you to do that I think could help you is I would look at doing like Instagram reels. And oh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because that I had that question too, because I, I heard you mentioned to somebody else about the short videos it can be and really good for local because there's a lot of like, you can use like local city hashtags and like local people. And like you, if you could get a following of people like in your city, like following your stuff. Right. And then you can announce when you're doing your cooking stuff or when you like have the capacity to take maybe custom cake orders or you want more dessert orders or whatever you're doing, you can talk about that on your account. And so I would try to find some like, see if you can find some accounts that are doing that, that are like local chefs or cooking or catering, see if they have some kind of presence on there. But Instagram reels right now is a really good opportunity for especially local businesses, because Uh they will show your video to people that don't know who you are, that live in your area, potentially for free, which is like really unheard of on the internet. Usually you're having to buy ads, but with reels and TikTok right now kind of competing it's a really good opportunity for local business. So I would, I would look at like maybe trying to like get a little following of like people that live like in your area, like showing them that like, it takes a little bit of practice to get used to editing the video. But once you do a handful of them, you'll know how to do it. Right. It might take like, it's, I'm not good at tech stuff. So it's for me to like learn how to do reels. Like it's like, I have to shoot the video and then edit it. And it needs to be like with music and like be all cute and everything. And like, it takes time to learn how to do that. But then once you're doing it, you can just film like things you're actually doing, right? It's like, you could just film yourself like making the stuff and it doesn't have to take a ton of time, like a blog post where you're sitting there for an hour. You can just like take the footage and then edit the video when you're in the drive-through line or something. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Does that help? I would definitely get your email list and your blog, but for like immediate customers and we're on, it sounds like you're in the hustle. You're like, I need some more cash coming in. I think getting a local following could be really helpful because then you can go on stories and tell people, go get my cakes. They're at this store. Like come to the library on this day. I'm teaching a cooking class. I'm going to teach you guys exactly how to do this. Right. And then get some more business coming in that way and get more customers. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. 
I okay. really know I need to do social media more, but it's like I feel like sometimes my pictures aren't good enough. And then I you're not. They're going like, to be bad at first. What am I going to say? You gotta just—you're not gonna know what to say, and your stuff is not gonna be good. <laughs> but this is how you're gonna get better. You gotta tell. This is what you're gonna tell your brain. Okay, your brain's gonna be like, "I don't know what to say." You're gonna say, "Even though I don't know what to say, I'm just gonna post something." You just make a deadline. I used to make a deadline every day. It was like before I could have coffee, I had to post something on. Um, this was like way back in the day, but we all used to do Snapchat. I'd be like, "Until you post on Snapchat, you're not getting any coffee." And I would like stand in the kitchen and I would say something to my people, right? My brain would be like, I don't know what to say. This isn't good enough. And I would just be like, even though I don't know what to say, I'm just going to post something, right? And so you just need to start posting something and over time it will get better, right? But if you keep waiting to know what to say, it's like, you're never going to get there. You got to get yourself in that, like, like I was saying, like the garbage challenge where you're like, yeah, I'm going to post, it's going to be bad at first, but I'm going to get better over time. Like I'm willing to be, this is one of my thoughts I use is like, I'm willing to be bad at things. I'm willing to not be good at things. I'm willing to do things that I don't know how to do. And because I know that that's required for me to get better, right? And become yeah, what true. I do. <laughs> Just like you weren't always as good at cooking as you are now, were you? You didn't come out like as a baby, like as a gourmet baker, right? No, like- that, that I did. I didn't go to culinary school and people are shocked because I have won several contests and I was featured in Taste of Home magazine. And it just, it's naturally in me because my mom is a good cook. She's one of 16. My dad is one of 13. And you might have to learn how to be bad at things. Now it's catching up to you. Now you got to become like, you got to become like the rest of us that aren't good at things. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not good at anything. Maybe that's just me. But look, it's like, we can't be, you can't be good at everything. You can't be good at baking and you can't be good at Instagram right away. Like that's not fair (laughs) to the rest of us. Right. (laughs) You just go listen and. I want you to tell your brain, like, I'll be better after I make like a hundred posts. I'm set a goal for yourself where you're like, I'm going to make a hundred posts. They don't have to be good. I'm just posting stuff. I'm just learning and just give yourself permission to just go on there and be bad at it and learn how to do it. And you'll find a way that works for you, right? You'll find something easy that you can share that people like, that's not going to be hard, but you might have to try some different stuff. But just go on there and mess around, look at some other cooks and see if you can find some other restaurants or cooks in the area and look at some of their stuff, look at some of their videos to get some ideas and you'll see stuff. You'll be like, oh, I could do that. That's not, that doesn't look so hard, right? To get some ideas and just start and be bad at it. Don't try to be good at it. A lot of you guys are not getting better at things because you're like, I don't want to start until I know how to do it. And it's like, yeah, right. And then you come on here and I always say this, I'm like, you know, I can tell you guys step by step how to do something, but it's like people coming on here asking me like, Faith, I need you to tell me step by step, like how to ride a bike. And it's like, I can do that, but it's not going to help you. Like you've got to get out there and ride the bicycle. <laughs> like you have to learn how to, you got to learn by doing with marketing. That's like, it's a really is a, like a learn by doing kind of thing. I know that sounds like maybe made up to some of you, but I promise it's true. Like you'll figure out by doing. So you just tell your brain, your brain's going to be like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to say. I don't blah, blah, blah. It's going to, right. We already know it's going to say that all that stuff. And then you talk back to it. You say, even though I don't know what to say, I'm just going to post something. I'm willing to not be, it doesn't have to be good right now. I'm just practicing. Right. Yeah. Just get in there and get that practice. You got this. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) Victoria, are you still on here? She ran off screen. <laughs> she gets scared. Megan, you want to go since you're on here? 
You're the only other person with a camera on that can pick on while we're waiting. I would really like to talk always, to you. I'll always get coached. <laughs> I know you're like game, even though you don't have your hand up. I did tell them, I was like, I won't hot seat you if you don't have your hand up, but I feel like you're a fair game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How's everything going? Oh, everything is going really, really good. I'm planning my summit for January um, because, oh, Victoria's back. I won't take too much time, but I'm, I'm okay. planning my summit for January because I'm going to be on maternity leave. So I'm trying to plan it now. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to do um, a summit program that's pretty well known. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should name names, but anyway, I'm just, I'm very excited. And I reached out to a big creator who I definitely did not think was going to respond. And they did. And I'm just, I I'm told just- you this. We just said this the other day. I was like, have you considered you're at the top of your industry? <laughs> like you are the big creator now? Like, she- I know. I reached out to somebody who has like triple the amount of followers is me like he has almost a million followers at this point and he's like yeah this is the first time anyone's reached out about a speaking opportunity and I'm like my my good sir you need to do better marketing he's like I know. <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome that sounds really really cool and like a great collaboration I'm really excited for you you gotta let me know how it goes oh yeah will do okay Victoria how can I help you hey Faith how are you good it's good to see you I know it's been a while I'm you know, time difference. I can never make it on time for the the right yeah, time. So I'm yeah. listening to replays and things. But I just woke up on Saturday morning for me. I saw the link and I was like, "Woo!" I was just... Yeah. What can I help yeah. you with? What have you been up to? Okay. So I'm just having a little bit of like a, I don't know. I don't know how to call it. Basically, it's been going really well. Month by month, it's been growing. Very pleased with it. This month, like the first 10 days, I had the best ever 10 days ever. Oh my gosh, congratulations. I know, but thank you. But then kind of things just like a combination of things like organic, Facebook ads, um, I don't know, everything just sort of imploded. And because, you know, because I'm all in right now with this, I just started getting my, you know, panicky kind of like oh I'm not going to meet that you know even though we're on the 20 something I'm just feeling because it hasn't been regular income sales regular sales it has you know went up like that and then just imploded like that and then I'm just thinking so I'm running um like a two-day three four-day actually promotion to my list yes and I just bundled everything I've got and I just did you know this is like a one of promotion I did a little bit of a, a video training video and I said stay to the end there's an offer so yes. I've been I've tried that for the first time and um, I mean I've only sent one email so far it's converted one but I'm just thinking like so I've been doing the model whilst I was listening to Raquel mainly unless they're like coaching themselves over here I love yeah, it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, thanks Raquel that was very that was very you helpful need me I feel like most of the time what did you no, I do I do I do you gave yourself. <laughs> but I don't know I still have that horrible feeling of like you know basically what Raquel was talking about sort of like you know desperation anxiety you know like I I do the same I go into hyper mode and I start like you know going through like okay what can I do next and da, 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 rather than I know the rather it's analyzing the data and letting the numbers tell me I hate that so it's, I, I can see now that I'm feeding all on the disappointment 
rather than focusing on the data. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because you had your, you said your biggest 10 days ever. We had a couple of like our biggest months. I think like your, your brain has a hard time with the ups and downs of business. And I think you might need to like zoom out a little bit and look at like, so something I do is like, I look at our monthly, like, and I am aware of like where our sales are for sure. But what I'm really tracking is like year over year growth. What I'm really tracking is like what I think, where I think we'll be at the end of the year. And what that keeps me out of is like, if we have a downturn launch or a downturn week, it doesn't really bother me that much. Cause I'm like, I'm looking at like the year and we still have a lot of room left in the year. So something that has helped me and you're kind of like, I feel like up leveling your business every time I talk to you, can you give me like a range of like what kind of revenue you're at right now? ish well, like last month. month last month i did um you know us dollars 10th because i'm measuring new zealand dollars i did um, just over 10,000 us in sales holy shit okay well yeah. listen so this is something that helped me is like i padded up our business account so i have on i have cash on hand in different accounts 6 months of expenses that I could pay myself, the team and all of our expenses at any given time. Now that's a little bit like probably kind of like you might not need that much. And like my business also costs a lot more to run than most of yours. We're at like to pay myself and everybody and all the expenses costs over $14,000 a month to run my business. So I have six months of that saved up, which is obviously a lot of money. Right. But the reason I did that was because I wanted to pad that checking account up and the savings account up so that way if we have a launch that doesn't go well or we have a week where things go down or something happens I know that that money is there and I'm like oh we can just make it up and so I think you're kind of you're I would think about like graduating for you out of this little baby entrepreneur thing where you're like really looking at the daily and the weekly and the monthly and it's like you're gonna have to start going to a CEO place and like looking at overall how much money have we made this year Right. Because when you look at like just what I made the last two days, you get all freaked out. But the reality is like, how much have we brought in this year? You're winning. You're winning and you're missing it. Like you're having your biggest. Are you having your biggest year on track to have a more make more money than you did last year? Yeah. You're up, girl. This is like you're not always going to be up either. <laughs> like sometimes your revenue might actually be down, but it's like when we're up, you're up. And you've got to be able to take, like, your brain has got to be able to withstand these little bumps because this has happened before I've coached you on this too, right? Where it's like, you, you're you so like into like the daily and weekly little revenue. I am, yeah. That you like yeah. don't and, look at the bigger yeah. picture. Yeah. You $10,000 sales month last month. I mean, come on, yeah. like, right? Yeah. That's great. And then I think as far as like practical things, like I would look at like, having the cash on hand to like ride out the bumps. Like, first of all, we've seen this with the business model many times. Cause I know that you rely a lot on ads, right. For your funnel. And like, we've seen this, like where this is unstable. You're in an unstable environment. Like your funnel is going to go up and down, which is fine. As long as we understand that that's the business model that we chose, nothing has gone wrong. Your brain's like, no money is ever coming back. It's like, no, it doesn't mean that. It just means like, you're in a business model that fluctuates. 
just like if you were at a store like that maybe sold seasonally or maybe like at the end of the month they do a lot of sales but then the rest of the month they go down if every time if they know that and that's just regular this is just normal like for your business model i think i don't think like your business model is just always going to be like up and up i think there's going to be ups and downs and overall it it's going to go up right but in between there there's going to be drops right and being able to keep your brain like in a place of like, this is just the business model. I can always figure it out. And in the meantime, like you've grown a pretty big list. Like I do think like for a practical thing, I would pad your account. So that way you, you financially can withstand those low weeks. Right. And still have money for your expenses and not freak out. And I built that over time too, but by, by the way, you guys, that like six months I'm saying that is padded in the account. I did not have that last year. I've been like working towards that for a long time. And then like the other thing practically I would say is like, we need to get you making more sales on the back end of the funnel. And I think you and I have talked about this before, because if I'm, if it's still the way I'm thinking it is, you're making, you're running the ads and making the sales on the front end of the ads. And then there's people on the list, but you're not great at sell at monetizing the list once it's built. Is that still? Yeah, that, that is correct. But I'm also getting like 20 subscribers organically through my blog a day which yeah but I'm not I'm I'm not converting them faith and I need to probably look at the whole funnel and the whole messaging um because it used to convert last year it used to convert and the I don't know what's happened like people have changed yeah well you just need to go back and look at it yeah people have changed for sure the market has changed but that's always going to be the case in this space this space for all of you guys listening like is inherently unstable So like right now, like Megan was on here. She's getting leads from TikTok. TikTok could get like banned. It could get deleted. It could like start charging people and throttling people's accounts the way Facebook and Instagram do. I'm sure it's only a matter of time, right? And so the environment is unstable. Like the things you guys are doing that work will not work forever. They're only for a limited time. And so having that mindset of like, yes, we're always, it's always going to be changing. And like, I'm going to have to change the funnels. I'm going to have to change the offers. I'm going to have to, like, nothing is, it's not like you build it one time and you just get to leave it there. Well, and I probably, that's what I struggle with because don't forget, I, you know, I've always sold my services. I always had like an income. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I come from the academic world, so I'm just so bloody, you know, structured in my mind. So it's I'm just, just thinking, like, you you hear ten thousand US dollar sales. I'm hearing uh, ten thousand uh, sales. I'm not hearing profit, and I'm not hearing net. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm only focused on what comes. Well, you need to, to look profit. at all those different numbers, right? And yeah. they are different. You should know like your profit margins and where yeah. you want them to be, and have a plan, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, but no, that, yeah, your business right. is growing. Is that true? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. The business is growing. Like, you're still, like, making cases at me. Like, no, 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 Faith. Like, it's for sure. Like, you don't know. Like, it's bad. It's like, your business is growing. Your business is growing. Like, tell yourself the truth. And then from the business is growing, you're going to be able to access a lot better ideas than, like, oh, shit. Like, what is going to happen now? We're really screwed. I you know, whatever, it's all going down, it's all going apart. It's like this, you handled this before where your your stuff has went down and you have come back stronger and better. So it's like, yeah, let's like take this opportunity to like 
figure out what happened with the ads, problem solve that first, and then start looking at other streams of income so that your income doesn't you you built this like great like strategy for yourself with the ads right but if that's fluctuating too much for you let's add some other streams of income in there to stable it out a little bit right and that can be that funnel on your blog it can be selling something to your email list i would start like thinking about maybe running like a sale to your email list every month or doing a launch every quarter or doing something where it's like we're getting a chunk of money coming in from the email list and that way, when you build that, that'll be a different skill set for you, right? You had to like learn the skill set of doing the ads and doing the funnels. But now you've got this email list. So now we've got to learn the skills of like being able to market to them either in a launch, right? Or do something to get them to be repeat buyers. We need to start moving like people that come in through the ads that don't buy anything, like turning them into buyers or people that are coming into the funnel buying, turning them into repeat buyers and getting that vault, the dollar value per customer up. Yeah. So like right now, what is the average amount your customers spend? Like what is, what are they buying? Around about a hundred. Um, so that, that, that's what I'm aiming for. Like a hundred, some my lowest my lowest, it's 27, but if they buy the funnel, they will be around 100, 107. That's how, that's how, yes, I, I did a, I did a little sort of like um, extended little PDF tutorial thing, which I sold for, I think, $17. And I said, this is just for the people that have taken the, you know, my highest paying course, which is 97. And I made like $600 in a week and just from that and a lot that's of people what actually, to, that's what you need yeah. to be doing more of is like monetizing that you're getting them on the front end with that offer in the funnel but then they're going on your email list and it's like we need some other things to sell them and like it, it's going to take some practice just like it took practice getting the ads to work right but then if you start like every quarter you're like oh I sell a $17 thing and I sell a $50 thing and I sell a whatever like once you have some other things you'll be able to like potentially bump that average from a hundred bucks to now it's like, oh, they're spending 150. That will start to change your bottom line at the kind of volume like you're doing. Like you're, you're at a place where it's like, we need to do some more marketing on the back end. I think of getting people to be repeat customers, getting people to buy upsells if they've already bought something. Like, is there like a next step you can put them in? Is there a different program that goes with what they're doing? Is there, I don't know, something like that, but you need to put some more products, I think, in your little ecosystem and then practice marketing them. It's going to take some doing, right? Some practice, give yourself some time to practice, but then what that will do, this is what I like to have, like kind of on deck. Like I did this, like, I think last year, like I wanted to join a program and it was $5,000 and I didn't want to take money out of the business checking because I was trying to build that reserve up that I told you guys that we have. And so I was like, I'm going to make 5,000 extra dollars in addition to the money that we're making. And I just took a flash sale that we had ran last year and I ran it again to the email list. And I made, I didn't make the whole 5,000 from that, but I made a good chunk of it. I made most of it. Right. And I kind of have these like little flash sales and little promotions either for the mastermind or for other offers or for coaching stashed away. And I don't do that much of it anymore because I'm so focused on just scaling the mastermind. But I like knowing if we're in a position where we don't make the revenue one month or a launch doesn't go the way I think, 
I can pull out one of those flash sales or special offers and bump that revenue back up. And so that way I'm never in a launch being like, oh shit, they're not signing up. What are we going to do? I'm like very cool about it. It it happened when we got, like I was telling you guys, we got hit by a hurricane during my last launch, right? And one of my last launches last year that I thought was going to be our biggest launch ever. And it, it just threw everything off and it did not get, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't doing what I thought it was going to do. But I was just like, oh, that's fine. If we don't make it, I'll just sell, we'll just run a sale at the end of the month on this other stuff and bump that month, that number back up if we have to. But I think getting to something like that would be really great for you, right? You might have to try a couple different products, but like having some kind of sale or some kind of promotion where you're like, I know we can run this and make an extra 1200 bucks if I have to, or I know I can run this and make an extra whatever amount if we have to. And having that kind of stuff like up your sleeve is a really good asset to have in your business. And I think you're at a stage, right, where it starts to make sense to add some more products to your ecosystem. So you have that option if you need it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. And yeah. that'll help like stabilize your income and take some of that fear out too. Cause it's going to yeah. be from a place of like, you're going to figure this out. Like you're not going to yes. fall apart over this. This is not the end of your business. This is just like one down mm. week. Right. Yeah. I need to manage my brain for big time. Yeah. You're yeah. in a business model that fluctuates. Yeah. You're yeah, in a yeah. business model that fluctuates. It's just like how I'm in a business model with a membership. And mm-hmm. part of having a membership is people leave every month. People come in, mm-hmm. but people also leave every month, right? Mm-hmm. And my brain would love to be like, they're all leaving. They all hate you. It's never going to work, right? And I have to manage my thoughts about like, no, I chose a business model where people come in and out. I choose mm-hmm. to let them on monthly plans. And part of that decision is knowing they're not all going to stay a year, right? They're going to stay for however long and then they're going to leave. And if I had like drama, you see what I'm saying? It's like, if I picked a business model where people are coming in and out and then I made it mean really painful things every time they left, that business would be very, I think, unsustainable and difficult for me to run. And that's kind of what you're doing here, where it's like, we're picking a business model with these ads where, you know, occasionally your revenue takes a nosedive things change, right? They change something up, something weird happens with the algorithm and your revenue can take a significant hit and then you're make like that's just part of the business model you've chose so you've got to watch about like what you're going to make that mean when your revenue takes a dive right Mm -hmm. it's not time to get like freaked out and scared it's like time to be like calm and I like to be when my business is not doing what I think it should be doing or something unexpected happens of course I have like my moments of meltdown and freak out. Trust me, you can ask Rebecca, right? But then after I'm kind of done like freaking out and like whining and crying and feeling sorry for myself and feeling overwhelmed and whatever else, I come in this office and I sit down and I'm like, okay, Faith, you're a fucking boss. You want to be an entrepreneur? Like put your fucking hat on and fix it. And it's just time to like fix it. And I just get to work, right? And we just make a plan and we look at what's happening and we come up with our best guess. And we just figure it out, right? And I think that 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 uncertainty, it it does take a lot to manage your mind. And I think that's why most people can't be entrepreneurs. But you can do this. Like you're made to be an entrepreneur. You're being very successful at this. It's like, you're gonna have to make a decision that like, this is my business model. I'm gonna work on building some other revenue streams. So I'm not, all my eggs are in this one basket. And I'm just going to figure it out. Like sometimes this revenue stream over here is going to go down. 
but it doesn't yeah, mean like so I can't. Now, yeah, no, you're totally right. And now that I'm, you know, listening to you, it's just making me feel okay. I have actually validated my courses, right, through the sales and the feedback that came from Facebook. Now I need to take that confidence because the whole thing was like, people are coming into my world and that's simply through SEO or the work I put in at the beginning, right? And I, I became quite good at SEO, I think. So yes. that's where the, that's where these organic people are coming from. And um, I need to get that confidence that Facebook gave me to actually really get out there and sell at the beginning. Yes. And I think I fluff around with like sending them to blog posts and, you know, I just got stuck in that whole blog make model. Make products and pitch them, sell them to the, to your list, to the people on your list, do a workshop for them and pitch your event, yeah. pitch your stuff. Like, yeah, maybe maybe the videos need to come, you know, like after yes. the fit. Like I'm always look at do the like launch line course in the mastermind. Like I'm always saying, like get them a result ahead of time. It could be pre-recorded video, it could be whatever, right? Get them some kind of result ahead of time and make them a great offer where you're like, mm-hmm. hey, you guys are my most valued customers. Here's a bundle mm-hmm. of all of my stuff. It is worth this. If you guys sign up this week, you're gonna get these bonuses, this discount. It's a super good deal. You're welcome, mm-hmm. right? And the people that want it will buy it. And then the people that didn't buy at that time, they've seen it and they might be thinking about it. They might buy next time, right? That's what I'm always saying is like, you might need to launch it a few times so people see these offers a few different times before they're ready to buy. But let's like start getting that as part of your business model where you're regularly running some kind of sale or event, right? Because yeah. you're right now you're spending money to like grow an email list and you're it's great. You're making money building an email list. It's fucking amazing. Trust me. That's like, you're in a very good position. I think you think you're not in a good position. I'm like, no, you're in a very good position. Like you have an offer, you know how to, to do the ads for it. You know how to get an email list. You have a list. Like you're in a great situation, really, even with the downturn, because you're going to figure that out and you'll be like back on back up there. I don't, I don't have any doubt about that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll figure this out. Yeah. Um, and look at your year. I want you to look at your yearly revenue and spend some time looking at those numbers. You need to even this out. So for however much time you spend looking at like daily sales or what are, what is the, do you have a number you check all the time? Or right, I'm, I'm going by month now. I graduated to the month. You should be very <laughs> proud of you about okay. this. <laughs> I used to be, I no, but I do look at the, uh, the daily with Facebook definitely because I don't want Facebook. I know you're looking, but you're running ads and you have to look at that daily income. Yeah. And I understand that, yeah. but you need to balance it out looking at like your yeah. yearly revenue, your year to date yeah. or the last 12. Why don't you look at the last 12 months? Like that would yeah. be. Oh no, gosh. Good. I'm just like, it's been like that for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got to like keep your brain in perspective because your brain thinks like, you've taken a hit and your business is not being profitable when the reality is your business is growing and like you it's going to be easier for you to find solutions when you're in the energy of like the business is growing i am good at this i'm going to figure this out right this is why i think my business took off honestly like my old va and i used to get so excited about things all the time and like i barely had i had like i had like a a whole bunch of stuff happening, right? I was like, I had the blog and I had the VA business and I was running launches for coaches. I was doing all this stuff running all over the internet. But what I really loved was this was the business coaching. And that's what she really loved helping me do it too. And we would just walk around and we had like almost nobody knew who I was. Barely anybody was coming to the live streams. Almost nobody was listening to the podcast. And we would just walk around all the time just being like, 
we're winning at this. Did you see like so-and-so left a comment and like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is joining the mastermind next month. And did you see this? And did you see that? And it, it, we just like, we're so excited about everything that whole first year. We were just like, oh my God, like this is all so great. And there wasn't any pressure to like make it make money or make it do anything. We were just so excited about it. And it was like the next thing we knew, it was like we were at six figures. And I I know that sounds crazy, but I really think if I had been like, nobody's listening to the podcast and why isn't it doing this? And this is a huge problem and we can't get it to work. And it was just like, I just had her on the team and she was so excited to have the opportunity to like work on this stuff and work behind the scenes. And she loved working with my clients and she was so excited and it made me so excited. And we were just like excited all the time. And we were just like, we would say all the time, we were like, we're going to the fucking moon. People don't even have any idea what is about to happen here. Like they have no idea. Like this is going to be so good. Like we would make these uh, trainings and stuff. We'd be so excited. We'd be like, this is amazing. They're going to freak out. They're going to love it. It's going to be so great. And it was like so much more fun to build a business like that. Right. And yeah. I just offer that to you. Cause I think you could use a little bit about that, about like, I'm <laughs> fucking winning. Like my business month over month, year over year, we are just up and fucking up. And like, people have no idea what is about to happen. Right. And it's like, I would love to see you. I think it's easier to solve problems when you're in that energy. Right. I think it's easy. And I think it's like just more sustainable because the reality for all of us is like, you're all going to have ups and downs in business like this. Like, this is normal too. This is why I'm not bothered hearing you tell me all this stuff because I see it all the time. Even my friends that make a lot of money, their revenue will still take a hit. Like they still go up and down. It's very normal business shit. Like Walmart doesn't make like more money every single day. It's like some days they have down days, right? It's like their revenue every day goes up and down right? Overall, they're making money. And so it's like, as long as overall you're making money, you're good. And it's like, you can let yourself off the hook. Like, and I think it's easier to access like your genius ideas and like a love for your business and stay in this game. The reality is like staying in this game long enough to make it all happen is hard. I think it's easier to stay in the game when you feel like I'm fucking winning. Like we're doing it. Like that was the vibe all the time when we started. It was just like, oh, we're doing it. Like it's working. Like we just got two email subscribers today. Like it's all working. Like we were just always like just pumped about it. It was just like a fun thing we were doing. And I just offer that to you guys. Like it's very easy to see everything that's not working and the things that you want to be faster and to feel like nothing is happening. It's not working. I can't do it. This and that. And it's like hard to access ideas, I think, from that place. So just take a break from being frustrated with it once in a while and like, look at those numbers, look at them and like, really look at them. Sometimes I think about, I was doing this in our car. We just bought a new truck. Sometimes I'll sit in that truck and I'll be like, you know, and I paid for, we split it. So I paid for half of it, but I'll be like, my fucking business paid for this. Like I made, I created this with my brain. Like I made this fucking out of nothing. Like I, in this car is here, like it's the nicest car I've ever had. I've never had a nice car. Right. I'm like, oh my God, like I made this happen with my brain, like, or, or in the house we bought, I'll like walk in there and I'll be like, I fucking paid for half of this house with like money I made with my brain, myself. I made it out of nothing, right? And you need to look at your revenue and really like look at like, I fucking did that. Like I made $10,000 of sales with my fucking brain, right? And there, I'm like, let yourself feel just once in a while, like it is working. Like I am doing it. And then I think from there, like you're gonna see the strategies, yeah, no, you're right. So the, my last question is, you know how in Reignite we always talk about partnering with, you know, the negative emotions. 
Yeah. Which one do I do? <laughs> you can partner with all of them. You might need to bring a whole trailer of negative emotions. It's like, this is oh, how all of my shit comes with me, you guys. I'm just like fucking anxiety, fear, embarrassment. I'm like, they're all coming. I'm like, all of you get to come with me. They're all coming. We're going to help a lot of people. We're going to make a lot of money. And I'm going to feel a lot of negative emotions. None of that is a problem for me. Right? Mm. It's all good. You're you're good at feeling negative emotions, right? You feel negative emotions in your body every day? Well, I'm a master at it. You're a master at negative emotions. It's not a fucking problem. Right? You can feel freaked out and overwhelmed. Right? Yeah. Earlier today, I got this like random, like kind of wave of sadness about something that had happened a long time ago about like a person in my life that I had lost. Right. And there was part of me that was just immediately like, no, 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 no. Like, we're not thinking about that. Like, we're going to say, and I like just took a second and I was like, I was like, I, it is, you are safe. Like, I was just like, Faith, like you are safe here. Like, you can feel sad about this. Like you miss that person. Like, it is okay. Right. And I just took a minute to like be sad. But I think sometimes like we feel like, like, oh no, like we can't do that and we can't do this. But what I really find is like the more I honor those feelings and I'm willing to just be like, no, no, like we can feel, we can feel sad. Like it is safe here. Like they don't hang around as long. Right. And then it's like, yeah. And like I can be sad and I can still do my work and we can still do all this stuff. And it's not a problem. When we're like, I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be anxious. I don't want to be mad. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. That's when it like all escalates. Right. But it's mm. like, just process it. Like, let it come with you. There's a lot we can learn from like shame, from fear, from embarrassment. It's a very human. I just think the to me, like, I find a lot of beauty in like the human experience. And I'm like very aware that like, whatever this is, right? I don't know what is after this or or anything like that, but whatever this is, I'm in this body right now, in this experience right now, and I'm never going to be here again. And so to me, it's like really, I find a lot of like beauty in like the negative emotions. It's like, I might not ever experience that again. I don't know what happens after this or if there's anything after this, like I have no idea. And so to me, I'm like, I really want to honor I'm like, I'm here for something like, well, I don't know exactly what that is or what's going to happen next. But I'm like, I want to honor this experience I'm he- I'm having here. And to me, mm-hmm. that just looks like being very honest about and being willing to like, actually feel what it feels like to be in a human body. And to me, it feels good part of the time. And it feels like love and happiness and joy. And that's really beautiful. And I find a lot of beauty in that. But I also find a lot of like, beauty and appreciation and like all of us suffer sometimes and struggle sometimes and we feel sad and we feel embarrassed and we feel shame and like I think that they're all I want to honor all of it like that's kind of like what I've come to with like what I want to do here with my life and it's just helped me like let them come with me right and the more success you want the more money you want I'm telling you the more negative emotions come with you I'm like, it sounds fun to people when I'm like, oh, we're going to scale to a million and I want to grow the business. But I know that means like my capacity for failing publicly, for letting people down, for having people be disappointed, for me being disappointed, all of that has to expand. Right. And it's like, I, I love, I love that about business. It like, it, it requires you to honor the parts of life that are maybe hard and easier to ignore and like have capacity to process them. Does this resonate with you at all? 
yeah let them come you don't need to just pick one you can if you want but just let them all come like whatever comes up for you is okay just be honest about it like if you're scared that your revenue went down or you're angry that your revenue went down or whatever it is like you can honor that and feel that and it's just a feeling in your body it's gonna pass it's not gonna live there forever right and when you guys are really disappointed about something or you're really angry about something or you're really sad about something I'm like just really go for it like just be so if you have a launch that doesn't work or you had a strategy that was working and you just thought it was going to keep going and it doesn't I'm like be really disappointed about it like really go for it I'm like just really be disappointed and like sometimes I'll just like sit in the shower and I'll just cry and feel fucking sorry for myself. And like, I'll just really like go for it. Right. So like when you're going through a breakup and you like eat ice cream on the couch, and you're just like really snuggle up with your, like, you're like sadness. Right. And you're like, really feel sorry for yourself. And then after a while, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to want to do that all day. Like you're, if you really go <laughs> for it after a while, you're kind of like, all right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like let's let's get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Does that Enough help? Sleep. Just bring all yeah. those negative emotions with you, Victoria. You got this. You got this. I've got this. Yeah, I've got I this. Thank you so much. Yeah, let me know how it goes. Okay, and I do think you should figure out building out some other streams of revenue for yourself, so yeah. you're not all your eggs aren't on one basket. Yeah, yeah I love Megan yeah. says if I'm gonna feel something, I'm gonna feel it big. Yeah, I'm like I'm really just yeah. gonna go for it here. <laughs> Yeah. thanks thanks megan and i love your tiktoks i you're the queen i just i got i'm good with seo and blog posts it's just like yeah you guys gotta follow megan on tiktok and megan coaches yeah. in the mastermind if you guys want help with tiktok she's the queen yeah how many people do you have over there that. at meg moxie is megan she just put it in the chat how many people do you have over there now meg we just hit two hundred wow <laughs> that's so cool congratulations she's just Thank crushing you. it right. i can't imagine where you're gonna be in like gosh can you imagine sometimes i think about that i feel like especially in the mastermind we're all just so busy doing our things all the time but i'm like damn like it's gonna be like you know like where are we gonna be in five years or like 10 years like where is megan gonna be and victoria gonna be like in 10 years from now like that really I don't know. It just makes me excited for all of us. Cause I'm like, you know, as long as we just stick with it and keep grinding, I think like so many good things are going to happen to everybody in this community. All right. Oh my gosh. It's seven 30. I got to go. You guys, thanks for hanging out. You guys are the real MVPs that are left. You're like the last, the last men standing. You guys should upgrade. If you want more coaching, upgrade your ticket. The VIP ticket comes with 30 day trial to the mastermind. And in the mastermind, we do this is like the tip of the iceberg, I feel like, of what you get in the mastermind. But you do get one of these calls every week with me, and they are really fun. And it's just nice to feel like you're not alone. And other people have these same thoughts, and other people have these same experiences. And then if you're like confused about strategy, you can get help with that. Uh, The community is amazing. The people in there are incredible, really. We really have a special group and I would love to have you if you're feeling, especially if you've been feeling like alone or isolated or you don't know what to do and you know you want to have a business, like we got you, we can help you. And being around the community of of other people doing it, it kind of helps normalize it. So you don't feel like so crazy and alone, right? That's how I felt when I started my first business. I was like, am I out of my mind? (laughs) So I would love to have you guys in there binge watch the rest of the summit go enter the contest there's a bunch of contests that nobody entered today so you guys could go get like some cool prizes if you want the speakers all donated stuff so that's cool and the 
the people that are in the mastermind, I will see you guys next week. I'm moving this week. Y'all send me some good vibes. <laughs> Don't move while you're doing a summit. I saw Raquel's face. Don't move. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend moving while you're hosting a summit. Not a good idea. <laughs> All right, you guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Bye.